0: Hello and welcome to the Scotchcast, episode 116. I'm your host, Soccer Cynic, and joining me today is Thurbleton.
1: I'm very happy to be here. Uh, I do not have an alcoholic beverage yet, uh, but I'll get one as soon as this cat gets out of my lap.
0: <laughs> and Durin!
1: Virtual anime Kawaii? Ka- oh, ka- I like it.
0: Ooh, is Kawaii with a K or
2: is No, no it's, it's with, with a K. 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 You know what?
0: Whatever. It's more anime. <laughs> Leave me alone. Uh, if you're wondering what we're talking about, don't worry. It's not important. Uh, <laughs> it's not important at all. And with that, this has actually been a, that was like a really smooth introduction, uh, which I'm now commenting on, therefore ruining it. Go us. I don't know. That seems like we're closer to. Hopefully, the audio quality is better this week. That's my my other point here. Well, here's um, what so.
1: Stick stick to the end, <laughs> uh-huh. and if. If we're good with the editing we'll put it on the back end after the song
0: yeah um so with that uh welcome to this this episode we are going to be straight jumping straight into news followed by what we've been playing um it's a pretty light show this week there wasn't too much news this fortnight but it's good to be back in the groove of things like you kind of have to keep these regular or you just fucking forget that's what we've learned you can't use Fortnite. okay you can't use that word anymore <laughs> because what, the, it. what is the other how else do you say that in the last two weeks, in the last two weeks, okay, that seems like that's seems way less efficient. I don't know. Anyway, news. Blame epic. You know what? Like <laughs> like everything
2: else, just blame epic. <laughs>
0: um, in the news of the last Fortnite, two weeks, whatever, we've got um. Actually, we beat, last episode we recorded just before the PlayStation, um, the big PlayStation thingy. It was actually news that was coming up as part of the episode. I thought it was a live show, but it wasn't. It was that stupid. So, real quick, who mm-hmm. watched that? I didn't. Cool. <laughs>
3: I, I, feel too I watched bad. a little
2: a bit of it. But... I watched like some of the Death Stranding stuff, and that was that was it.
1: That I that's as much as anybody was able to watch. I feel I don't think anybody was able to sit all the way through that.
0: I mean, was it good?
2: <laughs>
0: no. Okay.
2: It, it, like, unsold me even more on that game, so oh, it's going to continue to do what those things are doing.
0: Oh, man. That's... I'm I'm still curious. I'm probably going to still try it out. Are you trying it out? Is that the the takeaway? Or are you, are you out?
2: I think I'm at the point where I'm going to wait for reviews.
0: Ooh, that's a big step down. That's a big step down. Okay, well, before we get into other things, because I'm actually curious about this, what, what is it about Death Stranding? Because we haven't talked about Death Stranding for since E3 or whatever. Not even before that, because it wasn't an E3. So what's up with Death Stranding? But that's what I'd like to know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, uh, Kojima won't stop talking about it, but we mm-hmm. still don't know what the fucking game is.
1: You know what? This reminds me of another game in which people were, like... It, it was on the tips of everyone li- everyone's lips. Uh, and, like, it's people talking about all the th- different things you can do in the game. And also hey, man, wondering... Hey, we got there. What, yeah, <laughs> all right, So later. In... in in like five years, Death Stranding will have online, like an online mode. You can you can make ladders and and pee with your friends uh, <laughs> in procedurally generated uh, worlds with babies.
0: Wait, has babies now?
1: Death Stranding's always Death had babies. Has always, has oh, been.
0: sorry, I thought you were talking about the other game. Which for some reason yeah. I mentioned no. the name. Uh, Norman
1: Norman Sky <laughs> is the thing I'm talking about. Uh, Nor- Norman <laughs> Norman a <Reedus's> Sky. <laughs> I, I mean they actually tied no, together like... really well <laughs> they talked about it a ton
2: and and like going into like some weird like weird detail on, on things but like still refusing to actually I, I'm hoping refusing to actually show what that game is mm. because if that game is actually just walking from one place to another and placing ladders and then talking to randomly generated a, a, a NPCs who have celebrity faces I'm fucking so out on that game
0: I I like walking simulators
2: Maybe. I do too but the problem is like I like walking simulators when that that is what the game actually is and yes. like there's a really interesting narrative kind of dragging me along Yeah I'm not convinced this game has an interesting narrative Oh geez, I mean, partly because I because this game seems to be Kojima saying a big fuck you to to Konami. Konami from like this. this is, to... It feels too personal, right? And I feel I feel like he's letting his shit get in the way of actually writing a good story.
0: I'm curious, like I don't know.
2: It doesn't look enticing at all.
0: Are we've seen more of this. That's the part that leads me out. We've seen more of this than we had seen of any Metal Gear before I had to release. Like the, most Metal yeah. Gear is like you know what I'm going to show you a trailer it might all be lies and then it's out (laughs) like two years later it's out or whatever but here's like they have like 45 minute gameplay demos and all that kind of stuff and uh. I think the the
2: the moment that really broke me on I'm gonna have to wait and see how reviews pan out Mm -hmm. is when he showed off that Jeff Keighley was in the game (laughs)
0: Oh yeah, you messaged me when
2: that, and it made me realize that Kojima is the Adam Sandler of video <laughs> games now. Oh,
0: He's bringing no. his friends around. Hmm. I, uh, I, I'm not going to go that far. I have faith that he knows gameplay because MGS5 played like a dream. Like I, that's. I I will. The
2: 5 is the only uh, Metal Gear that I've never finished. Okay. Metal Gear Solid that I've never finished.
0: All oh, right, okay, fair.
2: Um, DS 5 yeah, you're right. It, the, the gameplay of it is mm-hmm. is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he kind of forgot to actually finish the story. Which granted, I understand there was some shit going on with that game.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: but that still has me concerned. That combined with what little we've seen regarding any kind of story for mm-hmm. this game has me concerned about. Where he's going as a developer?
0: Yeah, we'll see. Like I, like he could be doing. Like we talked about it last. Like we just week, assumed.
2: Yeah. We all just assumed that with Metal Gear Five, that the the reason why there was no story and mm. the last half of the game just kind of seemed rushed mm. was because of the shit going on between him and K- and Konami. Yeah, but like that, that was honestly from what I've seen, what they've shown of Death Stranding, I'm wondering whether that was actually the case or if that was a mm. conscious decision on his part.
1: Well, oh so no! Heel no, turn was... and Konami were the good guys all along.
2: Nah, def- I no, definitely. Not that they were the good guys, but more so that maybe he's not as focused on the story as he once was. Mm,
0: we'll see. All right, now we're just speculating. All right, anyway, moving on. because that wasn't the, the the talking point here. Speaking of stories, I'm not sure about. Let's talk about The Last of Us Part Two. <laughs>
1: Uh, <laughs> the real story
0: um uh like your your notes on death Stranding, is and, and i'm sh- shocked to say this uh, my kind of thoughts in the last of us 2 um the more i see of that game the less i want to play it i don't know well I, that's that's the thing right? when i see the gameplay i want to play it i, I was gonna say i see the
2: gameplay i want, I want that controller to be in my hands yeah
0: like the game looks like it like like it's more last of us so that i fucking love that gameplay loop um now that, like we talked about it o- offline and at first i was like oh i don't know and then i saw i was like okay i don't want to play that but the story just doesn't seem like anything i'm interested in any way shape or form Then i the story was why i loved last of us it wasn't even though i liked the gameplay of it it wasn't the story like the gameplay that
2: was there See, I, I, and what i would say is unlike unlike kojima um, Naughty Dog has continued to prove themselves. I mean, on they the story have like the a front.
0: spotless track record, right? The like, yeah. spotless. So, so I feel like if,
2: I feel like even if they are telling a revenge story with that uh, game, yeah. that they are going to do it in a way that you are not necessarily expecting. Like it's not going to be yeah. just a cut and dry revenge story.
0: I, I really hope so. I, I like we we talked about I think,
2: like I think like there, there's a good reason why you still have questions about
0: Joel's involvement. I mean. Here's, like I'm, I'm I'm straight up saying it I'm saying it up front if Joel is dead in that game unless it's at the end which is fine if it's if it's like midway through the game I'm out like I don't care about Ellie's story like I the first game was about Joel for me we, we, we split on that because he like you didn't like Joel that much but I fucking love Joel he was like the only reason I like that guy well okay
2: so I I, I I don't I wouldn't say that I didn't like him I I liked what they did with him as a character
3: hmm because
2: yep. they, they they forced the player, they forced the player to, to, into two things. One, you were you were playing an asshole character. Yes, uh, who who generally was out for himself, but he did have a, a bit of a character turn as the game went on. Obviously, he he started to actually care about Ellie as the game went on and care about her her about protecting her. Um, but also, they forced you to be that asshole character because you had no actual player choice. You were watching their story.
0: Yes, and, and and
2: that's something that I think feel like a lot of developers are afraid to do. Is exactly. to make you be that
0: asshole. Yeah, it's, I think that's a good thing in this case. Like it's it's similar to um, what's the face near near autonomous, where where you don't actually have much choice in that whole thing. You have like the final right. choice at the end, but that story is just going to go how it goes. But those with people dying or not dying as required, and you just you you're playing it. You're not those there, characters.
2: Without going into any spoiler detail, because some people may still be playing that game for the first time with it being released, you know, with the raid stuff for Final Fantasy XIV being released, um, I will say at least that you're you're right in drawing some comparisons. However, the intricacies, yeah, of Nier is in Nier Automata, yeah, Tomada, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, different kind of are, game, different kind of game.
2: <laughs> there's, yeah, because it like trying to say like, oh, you're playing the asshole. It's like, well, mm, I mm, there's.
0: there's so much
1: there yeah there's a lot there's so much there (laughs) (laughs) what if everyone was an asshole
0: (laughs) (laughs) or no one everyone has justifications for the crazy decision we will find out uh but but yes Mm. so my, my takeaway from the last of us part two okay well we didn't talk about the fact that they're they're no longer having multiplayer for me that means nothing because i didn't care during
2: so they're not having it at launch they are going to release a multiplayer post-launch okay
0: that's good that's even better okay good because like i I never played the multiplayer i heard it was good but i was like all right
2: i think i played like a match or two but i didn't Mm. really get into like the meta game of it but from what i've heard like i wouldn't mind checking that out if they brought that back
0: is is there because i got into destiny again a little bit not much this Fortnite this last two weeks um and i i realized there's still a lot of people playing competitive in that game is i can't be that many but like i would just when i saw that i was like in this weird post actual Fortnite the game world um apparently there is still room for multiplayer shooters to exist oh yeah i guess
2: Uh, well first of all competitive destiny is is very very popular
0: yeah, apparently. That's that's what I that's the 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 vibe I got, which is kind of crazy because
2: But even beyond that, the, so the the thing to to note, uh the the real secret about Fortnite is um nobody actually plays Fortnite. <laughs> no, well, okay, let me rephrase that. Nobody our age actually plays Fortnite. Mm. That game was taken over by the children.
0: Yeah, it's a kids game. It's it's all the kids. Ah, uh, there are there
2: are some people who are older that play it, but the vast majority of people that play that game are oh, much definitely. younger.
0: Yeah, like all, all the people I know who play it, um, they play it with their kids, and their kids play most. And we're talking about kids as young as like eight, nine.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, it's, like my, my son plays Minecraft. it. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's yeah, the new Minecraft. Um, anyway, so like. So The Last of Us won't have multiplayer. Going back to the story for a hot second, though, like I think that was the, the this that was this trailer. It was mostly like a gameplay... Sorry, a story reveal kind of thing. Um, we haven't actually said what it was. Uh, we've just given our impressions. It was a story trailer where you um, follow Ellie and the girl she kissed from the first trailer. Um, and they're, they're kind of just like... It's kind of like a day in the life kind of thing. They're going through... Um, I think searching for for, for like um, gear, like in stuff. They're searching for shit for their community, and they go out together in the snow. And that snow looked, that game looks fucking incredible. Like mm. first impression was holy shit, this game looks great. That was my first impression. Like I don't know if they're doing snow as well as RDR does, because that game looks also also looks fantastic. Um, yeah, I don't know. No, I'd have to go back and look at it and compare them again. But once it goes to grass later, it's like just next level. Like holy shit, that game. Um, so big first impression was damn that game looks good and then it follows them Um, something bad happens they don't show you what it cuts to black and I am so sure it's Joel dying not the I think it's a switcheroo I think it's the Joel dying not the not the girlfriend Um, because that's why it's it's so obvious if it's her right it's too obvious there's no way it's that simple as they go together they're captured and she dies there's
2: uh, see, I, I still hold that I think that it's the girl dying, and then Ellie goes to Joel.
0: Ah, uh, because that's just such a maybe. It's like a John Wick kind of thing, where it's like it's a simple story told well, or, or told mm-hmm. awesomely in John Wick. Or at least
2: it starts off that way, and then things mm. get very complicated as it goes on. Yeah, maybe maybe that's the case, and
0: if that's the case, then sure. Um, and that's the thing. If you think of,
2: if you, cause I mean, okay, so here's the thing: is like if you if you actually like dissect the story or the the basic um story of the last of us yeah it's very simple it's children of men
0: yeah it's it's this is the savior take her to same story yeah that's it (laughs) yeah and then so like it's such there's like only like three plot points right it's like uh girl needs to be escorted somewhere and people trying to stop you and that's that's pretty much it and the third stop like dot point is like the side characters along the way but um that, yeah
2: that's why i think that like if they do a revenge story for it like i still mm-hmm. think that it could be a compelling story because it's not so much about the revenge which yeah. is just kind of the the kind of uh the shell that holds the story but i think it's the events that are, that are happening along the way that are really going to be what's going to set it
0: yeah that that could be really but, cool you know, like cuz like again like we're totally forgetting the fact that they showed that other trailer the second trailer with the other character with the hammer like the big chick um which I have no idea how that ties into any of this, so it's it's very possible that there's like a whole other exploration of other characters in the world along the way. Like We don't know anything, really, if you think about it, about this game. Aside from the fact that at the end of the trailer, they show slightly older Joel. <laughs> and I say it that way because he looks... Oh, I, I At first, I saw him like, whoa, he looks totally different. Only,
2: this is only like six years after the first game.
0: Yeah, like I... Because when I first saw it, I was like, "He looks totally different. What the fuck? Did they like soy boy up my Joel?" And then I put
1: it's it's not the years; it's the mileage. And, well, maybe. <laughs> but
0: I took the photo of the of him from this game, and I took the photo of him from the first game, and it's actually almost identical. All they changed is yeah, his haircut.
2: yeah, I th- yeah. I think I think you forget that like he's actually kind of older in the first game.
0: Exactly. Yeah, he's old in the first game, and all they changed was the haircut. Like I, that was the thing that made him look so different to me. Uh, he just has longer mm. hair now but when I actually put them side by side they look identical which is, I thought they did a Noidog because Noidog's standard thing is that they change faces from game to game to game even though I've never liked that um, I think Nathan Drake was one of the most contiguous but every other character like kind of and Sully Nathan Sully kind of stayed the same but every other character changed as the games got on especially like Elena his his wife but um, mm. for this it looks like they just ellie looks entirely different she looks like she's a different person for whatever reason like her face shape uh, I, w- and... I went
2: back and watched the trailer and that's definitely still ellie like her eyes are still still the yeah, same the eyes are still Ellie
0: because they're ma- modeled off ashley um i forget the last name the the character the actress's eyes johnson you know. johnson yeah johnson, actually johnson's like, yeah. eyes but the rest of the face now looks closer to Ashley johnson whereas before it looked close to ellen page they changed it from ellen page but you know it was it was like a longer face anyway whatever point is joel still looks like joel which i'm happy about um and it did confirm that he's in this game maybe i like it's it's curious like the curious thing the curious takeaway from it was that their relationship doesn't seem like smooth because like she says why the hell are you here or something like that that was that was a response um which is curious to me that was like the only like oh that's interesting maybe there's like a fight between Hmm. them or something um if that's the case, if it's like a if, if there's like some rift between Ellie and Joel, that could be cool. And I think the big takeaway, like me and Duran came away from, I'm not sure if we agreed, but like I was of the impression that um it would be really cool if it was a case of Joel reforming and Jelly going dark. And he's trying to essentially bring her back to the light. The whole way. that's that would be an interesting story for me for me to watch. I'd like that because expose the other. Yeah, like if if, if he
2: sees her kind of becoming him, becoming what he was. Yeah. In the first game, and like him trying to like bring her back to uh, you know a good path.
0: Exactly, because like the first game was awesome, partly because of the characters and storytelling, but also because it explored the theme of parenthood, which was like a a hot minute there, where every game had that, but. And God of War had that recently as well, but in a different way. But not many games actually do that. Like we have God of War, we have Last of Us One, and I can't name any major AAA games aside from those two that really just deal with being a parent. And that was a really cool story to tell because it's different to the standard like love story or or kill like death story or whatever you want to call it, like normal shooters, um, world in danger kind of thing. It was just a really intimate, small tale. And so, if this brings it back to that theme. Of, like, this is parenthood, but from the other angle. Uh, and, and, like, very conveniently in, like, the um, rebellious teen stage <laughs> of Ellie's life. Right, yeah. Um, that could be really interesting. Like, it'd be really fun to see, like, Joel. Because, like, one of my favorite movies of recent years is Logan. And... Um, mm. And just having that old man kinda of dealing with the youngins nowadays is just such a good character to, to follow. it would be great if yeah. Joel's just like soft and like kinda of is like a little bit more friendly and then like it'd be really interesting. I don't know. That's if that's the case, then I'm on board. And as Durin said before, Noidark has an unbroken track record of good stories, so maybe my concerns are are misplaced. But I, anyway, that's my last of us minute. Durin, any any final thoughts on the last of us? are, are you sold?
2: Um, that the, the actual news is that it's coming February 21st,
1: 2020. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 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 Accurate. <This is laughs> notable news. Which yeah. is like four months away. Uh, so that's good. I do have something just for The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. I see like three different paths for this, which means it'd be just fun uh, discussion kind of thing. But mm-hmm. uh, what. Durin and and uh, Cynic, what do you guys think? Like, what is the fate of Joel, Durin? Like, um, I he, he died, came up with like, a really
0: what, great idea. when at the go to Cynic, the yeah, world. go to
1: Cynic first. am going to look through our, our chat. A yeah, okay.
0: well, I, that was the idea that, that I, I would run with. Okay, okay, so he came up with an idea. My alternate idea was um, I would like this game to be similar to Red Dead Redemption um, one, where You're with Ellie 90% of the game, and her revenge leads her to demise, and then it cuts to Joel. Um, I want it to be like the whole game, her going darker with Joel trying to bring her to the light. Then she dies, and then he goes dark at the end. And and it ends on on a really dark fucking note where both of them are... Dead, probably, or or she's dead and he may as well be dead. That, that, so I, that'd, be, that'd be my version of it. Yeah. So I,
2: th- I think when we were talking, like you were thinking that, like, what they're probably going to do is kill him at the end or whatever. Yeah. And so, okay. That would be the easy two, path two, if
0: there's... they killed him at the end. Yeah.
2: That, that was what you were worried about. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, instead, in the final confrontation, um, it's Elliot that dies, uh, and the game ends with Joel holding her like he held his daughter in, at the beginning of the first game, cut to black. And that's it. Last of Us Part 2.
0: Yeah, that's it. Done. I was like, I was like, oh damn, that gave me shivers when he said that. I was, like, oh damn, that would be fucking good if they nail. Like they have to earn it. Like, they... like yeah, just I'm just picturing
2: like yeah, him like sitting there holding her exact, holding her exactly, exactly like he same. held his
0: daughter. Yeah.
2: Cuts to black. You hear the strum of the guitar, and the last us part two.
1: Yeah,
0: then that's
2: and that's, that's the, the it.
1: very beginning or the very end. That's the very, the end. very end. Okay, just, and then Cynic, you also think you think that uh, Joel will live. And yeah. Ellie will die. And will die at the end.
0: Yeah, because well, I I was I think his is probably stronger, but I don't know if it would close off the story. Um, and they didn't do. They need to do both. They need to have a strong, impactful ending, and close off the story. And like, um, like I think one of the things that came up when we talked about it were like the the true the true difficult <laughs> one would be if they somehow have it like the first game where they both live, but it's somehow worse. Um, than anything that we've thought up, that would be mm-hmm. the perfect ending. But I don't know if we we can't even think of that ending. We don't know what it is. Well, so here's
2: the thing too, though, is that you say they have to have a, st- a strong uh, closure to the story, or whatever. Yes. But if you remember back to the ending of the first game, mm-hmm. it did not have that at all.
0: I mean, no, it didn't. It it, it kind of and, the, and they had
2: and they had no intentions at the time of making a sequel.
0: Yeah, I think th- well, I think it was it kind of. So I don't. It, it didn't close off the story, think... but there were no loose threads because he killed that lady. Um kind of thing. Like I like I don't want to spoil it again in case cuz the the, the right. game just came out free on PlayStation so um you can go out and play it if you haven't played the first Last of Us. But um but what yeah. I mean is like
2: like you could very very easily end yes. the game. Yeah. yeah. Like I similar, like I described yeah. and like that's a fine ending because like they don't mm. they don't feel the need to like have a wrapped up nice and neat exactly. you know, tie the bow yeah. kind of ending to their game. And so it's
0: and that, I, that would be incredibly powerful. I I just yeah. I I personally I I love the idea of Joel um like the the moments after that, like Joel dealing with that, and then actually just himself turning into a monster after that. That, that to me appeals to me kind of kind of yeah. Like you
2: mentioned, you mentioned like if they went like the Red Dead Redemption route, the first mm, game, yeah, where like you had this like like kind of epilogue, epilogue, at the end. yeah. And I personally, I feel like that would actually ruin the impact of the ending. Maybe.
0: Maybe, yeah, maybe.
2: That'd as much know. as much as I, I thought they did, I, I thought that worked really well for for Red Dead. I, mm. and I, it's why I feel like it has one of the strongest endings in video games ever. Yeah, I feel like with this one, it's a more powerful ending if you don't give the player that satisfaction yeah,
0: m- mostly because of that first like it's, it's that world, symmetry it's with the, the first game world they live in. yeah,
2: yeah well it's, it's 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 the world they live in the world yeah. they live in is not nice and neat and everything yes. goes well it's a shitty fucking world yeah and i feel like it's deserving to have an unfulfilling ending
1: yeah
0: like it is so like i think the, the greatest takeaway double is as long as they don't luke skywalker this shit we're fine.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so yeah, those are your two guys' predictions. Mine yeah. is that Joel is actually dead from the beginning. Oh
0: yeah 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 yeah
1: yeah. And she is like the whole game is her coming to terms. Like maybe uh, certain factions from the first game mm-hmm. are that were 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 the culprits. Yeah. have, have, uh, a, have Again, trying yeah. not to give anything away. That's uh, like that was like, like
0: amongst like theory. the first. Sorry. I
2: said
1: he subscribes to the sixth sense theory.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like one of the first. Well, no, it's um... it's
1: it's not that like she can see dead people. It's just like well, no, 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 no. It's it's the he was dead all along oh, thing.
0: Oh, yeah. but there, but other like it, it kind of has to be sixth sense if it's your theory because they said that Joel's coming in. She won't be at the start. Like they've already had some interviews, and Joel won't be at the start, but he'll be coming in about like halfway through or a third through. So if it's if it's like he dies at the start and it'll have to take him like well
1: oh, no he dies before the start oh like he, he's been start. dead that's why that is why he doesn't have a new character model mm, is because he he's, like been, he's dead been dead for the for, way. Yeah. for for years yeah right
0: and that's the thing again if Joel is dead I'm out <laughs> like I'm solidly out I don't care like that's he was my 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 touchstone to that game like I like Ellie a whole lot but. I don't know without him. He was your
3: cornerstone.
0: Yeah. He was my cornerstone. Um,
1: so yeah, uh, that's, I just wanted to put predictions
0: out. Yes. It's it's very possible. It's very possible. Um, and with that, that's our last of us two hot minute, this hot 15 minutes, I guess, 20 minutes. Um, but with there, we can move on to other news. We're going to put PlayStation aside for a moment and come back to it later. Um, I want to quickly talk about Bungie. Um, so there's a couple of things here. Uh, just we, we went recording uh, back when this happened, but Bungie's no longer with Activision or no longer partnered oh, with yeah, Activision. That's
2: a, yeah, that's a big up-and-coming uh, indie studio. They put out their first game recently. How did it do?
0: <laughs> Let's talk about Destiny when we get to Disney. <laughs> 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 um, but, like, I, okay, here's the thing, right? Destiny's now free to play, Okay. Um, you get the first, the initial release of the game and the first set of expansions, like three DLCs or whatever, a years worth of content for. Free. They're they're basically
2: using the Guild Wars two model. Uh,
0: I guess. Like, how does? Where the base
2: is free to play and all the expansions you have to buy. Yeah, pretty much. But like none of them are required for the next one.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that's 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 exactly what they're doing, and um, they have a kind of program where it, it when you join the game. I know this because one of my characters I never booted since destiny One, so i booted him into destiny 2 after shadow keep he went through this so i was like oh that's weird and i some went through new light with him um you boot into the game and essentially it is not you don't boot into original destiny 2 you boot into this, this interesting new path which leads you to the tower um which is like the central social hub and then from there all the other expansions come up as just quest lines and you can just do them as quest lines which is very curious and weird um, I don't know if they did. I actually don't know if I like it, but we'll get to there when we talk about Destiny. The point is, um, I was wondering again. We'll get there more when we talk about Destiny, why the story was so shit from Destiny Two Shadowkeep. Um, and it turns out this probably is why. So the Bungie hopes to have a new kind of game. Uh, it's they re- the way they talk about it is it's multiplayer friendly or have multiplayer elements and to have like a expansive universe um game they hope to have a new game by 2025 and to me that sounds so really that's exciting. what you're saying
2: is they're going to use destiny to prop up their company long enough to get this other game out correct
0: and and seeing how fucking gutted shutter storyline is yeah it seems like they their story people are working on a different game um starting up this new thing while destiny like keeps them going um and i think that's that's the smart path that's really
2: I, I we'll see. I I don't know. I, I look at that as like that's kind of unfortunate. Mm. Um, because if Shadowkeep doesn't perform well, um, that could they could never get that other game out.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. I'm not sure. It might be like Borderlands. Like, I might have the opposite opinion to a lot of people because the the coverage I saw of Shadowkeep has been pretty positive. Um. Yeah, looking at Steam, the reviews are showing mostly positive, right? Yeah, now. So, yeah so like maybe, I, I think, like, but to be fair, like, it. yeah, I think it's it was just built for the hardcore, uh, which are their whales anyway. Like, I don't know how many new whales they're gonna attract, anyway. At this point, destiny, destiny two is like a known figure. Um, the they missed a trick by keeping Forsaken behind a paywall. I think if they released this free to play with Forsaken as part of well, it, so
2: you say that. But Forsaken has been top selling on Steam since it came out.
0: Yeah, because it's so good. It's
2: still top selling on Steam.
0: It's so good, man.
2: (laughs) That's so. I I don't think that they made the wrong call. Still charging for it.
0: Maybe because, like, here's the thing: like when I, because last thing I played of Destiny was Forsaken, I loved it. Um, But then when I played this, I came in with those expectations, and I was horribly disappointed. from, from, a, from a single player slash co-op experience perspective. I, I don't know how the raid is and the raids just came out and I, I bet it's great because um, all their raids have been pretty solid when they first come out. Um, So if you're there for like the raiding and those new strikes are actually really good as well. So if you're there for stri- like the repeatable content and um raids, I think it is, it's probably up there with the rest of their releases. But like from a new player's perspective, like the things you're getting free are the shittest content. You're getting their first... Actually, the second shit is after this one. So you're getting the first campaign, which is god-awful, and you're getting the follow-up DLCs, which are pretty terrible, like very short. Um, The fact that this this is essentially half price or like standard expansion price, Told me that this should I should expect something like Shadrach, sorry, like Forsaken, and this is not that. Um, anyway, that, we're not talking about Destiny here. The point is, um, I think Destiny's coverage has been positive, so it will probably last them to 25. In which case, I'm very curious about this next game. If those Forsaken people are working on this new property, um, and that's why the the story has been less of a focus in Destiny, um, that could be that could speak really well because Forsaken was fantastic Forsaken proven sorry proved that they still have the chops to do a really good first person shooter campaign in a sci-fi universe and if they do another one of those that could be great that's kind of
1: my takeaway okay
0: Uh, we don't know anything they're gonna start
1: working on it by 2024 (laughs)
0: <laughs> i, I well, don't no, know no. so. they're working on
1: it they're working on it now <laughs> but about 2020
2: about oh, quarter three 2020, 2023 they're going to
0: scrap all of it and start oh over. god and, and then it's format and then mm-hmm. bolt together the parts they created t- into like a yep. shitty uh, shell of a game um i hope that was all activision's fault i doubt it though but because like that's the thing, right? We we keep hearing bad guy activision, but every time you get more in-depth coverage, it seems like no no, these developers are just suffering from having too much freedom. Um
2: well and when you look at when you look at this story and you compare it to like say IO,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, in that regard, like Io, when they became independent, they yeah, they kind of put out rehashed content to some extent. You know, they put out the um the game of the year of uh Of Hitman 1, obviously trying to just make capital to actually continue making stuff. Mm. But then, like, when they actually put things out, it was good shit. And they put it out with, like, a smart business model behind it. Mm -hmm. Um, Contrast that to Bungie now going independent, and their first, you know, outing here with, with Shadowkeep, and I don't feel like it's quite the same. This doesn't feel like the scrappy upstart trying to just get no. by sort of thing is it feels like to some, like like a little bit of cash grabby it's, but like trying to be careful about it because they're not i don't know
3: i don't in I some don't, ways it is yeah. better
2: than it was when they were under activision
3: mm-hmm.
2: um but maybe not far enough in that direction well, to, yes. to feel good about it
0: so for people like me who, who liked forsaken a lot and, and got pumped up by the pre-release coverage of, of Shadowkeep, which was, which was saying, like, this is the new Munji. We're going a new direction. This is the starting point for our next six years, or whatever they named off, um, that they aren't doing a Destiny 3 by, far, by looks of things. Um, and Because they're, they're drumming this up. They're, they're saying, this is the thing. And so when I came to this, I, I had high expectations and I got the single worst campaign they've done, including X Destiny one, um, and but with the best uh, games as a service kind of elements. So like, it's got the best grinding path and and um, like itemization, all that kind of stuff. It's got all the things that keep the people who are hooked to that kind of stuff in it. So yeah, from my perspective, I'm with you. This feels like a cash grab because they're essentially. Trying to drum it up as if it's Forsaken, get a lot of people to buy it, and then for the people who are hooked by the standard game gameplay loop of getting new guns it's keeping that. Well,
2: and just like from from the sounds of things, like it's a lot of recycled materials. Yep. Uh the map is kind of an expanded recycled map from Destiny One. It is. Um, yep. bosses are a lot of in a lot of cases recycled bosses from, from Destiny One,
0: yep.
3: Destiny That's...
2: one or cut cut content.
3: Mm-hmm. And that they this, are now
2: adding into this. It's literally
0: reskinned but like enemies, there's no new enemy types. Like Forsaken added so many new enemy types. In this one, there's just old enemy types with more HP and a different color. Um mm-hmm. and it's it's just like I, I we'll get there when I get there, but I was not happy with my purchase well, what i Harrison would too.
2: what i would say with destiny 2 is i'm willing to give them this one because this is their first outing after yeah. becoming independent it's gonna yes. be a little light same as again hitman you know I O. the first thing they put out was literally a rehash of their first game all over mm. again
0: yeah and, and um, also like this has been this is bungie's track record like if you look at destiny throughout history it's always been first release is bad uh, then there's like a couple of expansions that no one cares about that are pretty garbage, and then a big. Yeah, but, but awesome what I'm saying like, is,
2: it, what I'm saying is like you you want to hope that that's changed now that they are unshackled.
0: I mean, and I, so I did. What I'm thinking is <laughs> that like
2: I'm, I'm willing to give them this one because it's their first thing independent.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: If their next one doesn't hit, yeah, then I'm worried about what Bungie going to be doing going forward.
0: And and here's the thing, right? Because I um I was talking to this about my friend, my Destiny friend, who I meet up with once a year to play the new Destiny shit, um the next year if they don't do destiny 3 they're up against the new consoles and destiny's already looking dated like on pc it looks dated on console it looks okay cuz i'm running it in 4k it looks kind of nice but like the lighting effects are still good but like it's not going to hang against whatever next year's call of duty is or whatever like the, like call of duty this year already looks fucking incredible um right sp- but I don't know what a gas is going to look like when we're looking at a console generation shift as well. Like, I don't know how any of the current gases are gonna gonna work out. Like, Division, Destiny Two. Like, I don't know how anything's gonna look like when we hit that console transition. Um, we'll see. Like, I I bet it'll be fine. Like, because there's people. You'll have, still- you'll have, you'll have
2: re-released versions of them on those new consoles, and they'll yes. run at forty sixty or four K sixty. I mean,
0: yeah, probably. That's 100%. what you'll have. Yeah, probably, and and maybe they will be enough for a lot of people, and they, if so, good. And if they're free, that's even better. Like that, that's that would make sense if they do 4K 60 free on PS5 <laughs> launch. I know no, they're gonna they're gonna charge sixty dollars for it.
2: <laughs> that is what's is gonna prop up their first two second year of the console. Uh, I mean, Are rehashing these games and going these back to like,
0: like will they survive to 25? If they do that, maybe you know they might, and. In case, I am very curious, again, about the next sci-fi franchise. Because, like, I, I, if if they go back to being as good as they were in the past with Forsaken, Taken King, Halo, they could do it. They could come back with a vengeance with the next franchise. Um, But they have to come back with fire. Like, they do. Because that's it. That's all you're getting. You're getting Destiny and you're getting one other shot. And we'll see. Yeah.
2: Or, or they get bought up by someone again.
0: Yeah, pretty much. And with that, though, Duran, would you like to see a new... Are you curious about Bungie's next franchise? And what would you like to see?
2: No. <laughs> I'm not, I'm I'm like. I'm being honest. That's like, fair. That's even, fair. Even yeah. when, when, Bungie left, when Bungie left Microsoft and stopped making Halo mm-hmm. and they were going to be making this Destiny game, I was... Intrigued by it, but mm-hmm. I honestly would have preferred they just continue making Halo.
3: Mm.
2: So I and, and and with their track record through Destiny One and Destiny Two, no, I'm not really that interested in what they're doing next.
0: That's fair. I think that's perfectly fair, Darbleton.
1: Um, I mean, like it. Yes, they could get a really good game out in by 2025. They'll have to. They might have to marathon to do it. But are they going to pull it off? I, I mean, think it's kind of a myth.
0: I mean, it's six years, uh, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like it, in six years, I don't think they can. I think it's a myth. Uh, <laughs> and if they, if the company goes under, if they all end up with halos on their heads, it's. I mean, okay, okay that's, all right. Games industry is.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oni for PS2. I don't know.
0: Uh, I am excited. I'm, I'm. I'm. I look forward to whatever they do next because I like Destiny to some degree. I didn't like. This, but whatever. We'll get there later.
1: I, that later. Remember when Bungie made games that weren't Halo or Destiny?
0: Oh my god. I can't wait. They, they need to, man. They need to. Just do something interesting and new and not a games-as-a-service, for fuck's sake. I'm probably wishing to for too much there. Um, With that, though, we're going to take a quick break here and hit some quick news segments these are this is our new like approach to doing some of the small news items here Uh, i'm going to read the headline and if anyone has anything interesting to say or or thoughts about it we'll hit that um but in the quick hit section of our news ps now has gotten more ps4 games including god of war and uncharted 4 and it's being price cut to 9.99 a month Um, any thoughts there any takers Anyone curious about PS Now?
2: I've I've tried it before. Um, uh-huh. I, I I subscribed to it just to give it a shot, <laughs> and I played some Eternal Sonata. Uh
0: huh.
2: <laughs> um, and I played some Alone in the Dark. Okay. And then I canceled my subscription.
3: Okay. All right.
1: <laughs> yeah, I with a lot of these subscription service things, like the PlayStation Now or Stadia when it comes out, mm-hmm. uh, it it seems like it's a service for like. It, It's very hard for people to binge games like they Mm. binge watch something on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, There's just like your brain is just doing a lot more work than if you're sitting down watching Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, And a lot, many games don't get good until you get like a couple of hours in. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if like the Netflix for games is ever going to catch on.
3: Yeah, I mean, like well, in in, in yeah. a
1: big enough way. Uh, do I think it's neat that they're doing that, and that way they don't have to make their consoles like backwards compatible and all that? Yeah, I think what Xbox and PlayStation now and all that's great. But
3: so, uh... what I think, where
2: I think the Netflix for games can catch on, honestly, is is somewhere like Apple Arcade. Maybe, yeah, games that are like built to be like smaller, more bite size. Oh, sure,
0: yeah. Um and, and the games and sorry the version of Netflix for games that we all want i.e. all the big games in one place like Steam but you you pay a monthly subscription that's not going to happen like that, by the looks of things that's just not going to happen.
2: Well, and, and the thing is too is like you know with how we've seen like at least our opinions on these services pan out, mm-hmm. I think that even if they did happen, if that did happen, we wouldn't really be interested in it because like you know with God of War, uh, why when I can just buy it.
0: Yeah, and it's, it, it's. I mean, so like, and, and God of War being what God of War is,
2: if it's not already, which I don't think it is, very soon, it's going to be twenty dollars.
0: Oh, I bet you, yeah, hundred yeah, and
1: percent. If you want something like that 100%. on PC, I, I'm sure like Humble has like a a, a good monthly mm. bundle or something for stuff like that. Yeah. But
0: anyway, yeah. anyway, cool. That's the PS now getting price cut. I th- uh, my final thoughts on it is it's still not in Australia, so fuck you. Moving on, <laughs> um, we got PlayStation Crossplay is finally out of beta. I think this is actually really big news. But um, the, so the other
2: like side news to that as well is that uh, it now also works with Switch.
0: Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's, it's everything. So it's like full crossplay. It's, yeah, it it's PC, PC. I think that,
2: Xbox the, I'm guessing that the, the reason for that bit of news to be announced as well is because of the upcoming release of Overwatch for Switch.
0: Oh, okay. I thought it was a Modern Warfare because they mentioned no, it in the, um, oh, yeah, on Switch. <laughs> Fair, fair. And I think Fortnite's on Switch, right? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, so there you go. So it'll be all... For, I, I really enjoy this feature. As a person who just played Destiny on my PS4 and was forced to use a controller for a shooter again, um, I would never want to do that again. So I <laughs> I was like, okay, if this you can live in a world where next year is Destiny, I can pick it up on PC and you can pick it up on console and we can still play together, that would be fucking incredible. Um, and so, like again, like I think the... The importance of this news isn't this news itself, it's the games that start coming out with full crossplay because that's going to change things, I think. Um not in like a huge way, but well, like I
2: think the importance of this is like that this means that Sony now has figured out how how to do crossplay, which I guess is hard for them. Maybe. Um but like more importantly what this what this means for next next generation.
0: Yes. Because definitely. now there's the
2: expectation that like okay, day one all these consoles should be able to speak with each other because you guys figured it out last generation.
0: Yeah. And that could be really like First of all, I'd, I'm, I'd give it a 50-50, whether that'll happen. Um, maybe a 60-40, but probably close to 50-50. But like when we're hitting um, big third-party games, that's going to be very interesting because it'll be it'll pretty much just come down to price and exclu- exclusives again. That's all it's going to come right. down
2: to. So real quick, before we move on to the next one, mm-hmm. I, I, this thought just kind of popped in my head um, regarding cross-play. Because Nintendo has been as big an advocate as Microsoft has been about this whole crossplay thing, and there's that expectation now for a crossplay between the consoles, and with new consoles coming out for Microsoft and Sony next year that are much more powerful, does the crossplay um, bonus maybe push Nintendo to release a new console sooner than they, than they had anticipated <sighs> to try and keep up and have a console to crossplay with? I mean, Otherwise, they're already—they're not like, going to come out.
0: They're already offered generation out of phase right so they might right
2: they're they're, they're gonna hit a point with those next console releases where the like now they're getting games that came out on on ps4 and xbox one maybe you know six months to a year later but they're coming out Mm -hmm. but like you hit those next consoles those games are just not going to be made for the switch it's just not going to happen
0: oh definitely so here's i i I think that is possible i in my perfect version of the future which isn't going to happen. But in my personal perspective, in the future, they're going to partner with Google and have Stadia be the way that happens.
2: I think that the Switch Lite might be their kind of way of making a new console because they're letting the Switch Lite become the 3DS, which yeah. le- opens up that pillar for the home console. Again. Exactly,
0: yeah. And it'd be it's still called a Switch or a Switch 2. Because here's the thing, it's not going to be this year, it's not going to be next year, I don't think. But 2021 is very possible. Like Switch has been out for by that point three years, four years. Depends on when when in 2021. Um, by
2: 2021, that'd have been four, five. Yeah, years, something like that. so I think that's that's been,
0: that's pretty much on, up on
2: three years now. I think
0: exactly. So that's like pretty much on the on the ball, right? So like they're half a generation out of phase. But if they just cut it a little bit short, 2021, which is just which it gives the other two consoles oh, well, their like, shitty launch period. And
2: then, yeah, and I, I think I think they can pull that off because they can say, like, the Switch is not going anywhere. We're going to continue making games for the Switch the same as they did for the 3DS. Yeah. And, and the, the Switch will transition to being more focused on the handheld-style games. Yeah. And their big stuff will be coming on, on their big console again.
0: And another important note is that... um, And this is, like... We have to move on, but like, it's, it's, I think it's actually pretty important. Uh, Microsoft Surface... Um, the big announcement this year was the Surface, uh, Surface Pro. I think it was, which I think is a piece of shit. Great hardware, but can't run the games I want or anything that I want. But the point of it is that it's um, Surface with ARM, which means they built a new version of Windows Ten for it with ARM. I thought I thought we were trying to get away from ARM. I know it was bad. I, or whatever. It's it's like not ARM. It was a. Uh, Texas Instruments. It's one, of the, it's one of those fucking... It's the mobile processor, essentially. Um, and mm. so, essentially, they made... And it might not be ARM, because I guess they would have said ARM. I think it was something else. But um, they made it a new version of Windows, an, a fork of Windows for Surface. They're pushing it as if it's their next big thing, which means maybe if they bring if start bringing DirectX to Surface and and DirectX 12 to Surface and all that kind of stuff, which already is should be on there. DirectX 12 should already be on there. It's not uh,
2: Windows 10 S, is it?
0: No, it's they have a new name for it because okay. it was just announced. Um,
2: okay, because I was say like, Windows 10 S has been around, just not used a whole lot.
0: Yeah, um, Windows 10 X was on is, was on my Surface Go, and then I quickly changed it back to full Windows. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like this, it could be a thing. Like it could be a thing if um, if we get a quick, easy, streamline, especially if everything's DirectX 12 from going from console to something like a switch, um, ha- like uh, hardware. That could be that could be a route there, um, with vastly scaled down textures and no 4K and all that kind of stuff. Maybe it's still doable. Um, the big question mark is the CPU because that's the big change with next gen consoles is the CPU, um, right? Way more powerful. So we'll see. Anyway, we spent that, that was actually pretty meaty there. Overall, Cross Bay happy days. We'll see what games support it going forward and if it falls apart with the next gen. Um, Durin and Thurbleton. Before we move on, what's your over under on whether there'll be full crossplay at the start of next gen? Mine was 40 What's yours?
1: I think there'll be some crossplay. Like the Fortnite is going to be crossplay, uh, pretty right out the gate kind of stuff. But it's going to be like it's it's going to be piecemeal. It's not going to be all games are crossplay.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: But like i
2: think that uh, microsoft is going to come out on their their unveiling of their console and say everything is going to be available for crossplay and put the ball on sony's court
0: oh yeah definitely yeah
2: yeah um i think that this time with all the shit sony got this last generation i think there's a good chance it's going to launch with crossplay
0: I mean, like one of the very cool things that we heard in the recent interview was someone from Sony. I forget who it was, but one of the bigger higher ups at Sony is um, they admitted that it's been actually it was this one. It was the Cross interview. He admitted that um, it, there is very poor track record for the current winner to go on to win the next generation, and they're mindful of that. And I was like, wow, that's very. I've never actually said heard a gaming CEO or whatever say that out loud. Right. Um, yeah everyone's been really quiet about that because no one it's like one of those scary things everyone
2: knows it but
3: yeah
0: yeah so he actually said it out loud i was like okay all right we'll see we'll see how the that gets thrown next to e3 or whatever it's gonna well be. i mean
2: let's let, let's be fair here though like uh you know this console generation doesn't end the until- Consoles come out. Yep. There's a good chance that by the time those come out, uh, Nintendo will actually be the leader of this generation. Yeah, maybe,
0: maybe. I mean, it's like kind of cheating. Out, the PS Four. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of like a two it's two systems in one. That and I love everyone I, has a Switch. Well,
2: I mean, so. you have the PlayStation and the PlayStation Pro, and they're using them. Or yeah. so. Yeah. They're and not really cheating.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess no. And also, like, um, I think the Wii like Wii won last one. If you if you're going to go down that route, I didn't play most of my games there. Like, it's it's weird. It, like pure numbers is weird. I can't about like what has the best games, and this time it's been PlayStation. Next time it could be Microsoft. We, I'm curious what the studio is doing, but whatever. We're getting off topic. Yeah, I feel like
2: I feel like I feel like if you are going by that record, uh, Nintendo Nintendo still wins.
0: I don't. I'm not. Um, I don't agree. I don't agree at all. Um, anyway, moving on. Um, another two quick, or hopefully quick this time. Austin Walker has sadly left um, Vice Gaming as editor in chief. If you're surprised by that, I'm not I'm not blaming you because it just came out just before this podcast, just before we went live. It was in their recent Waypoint podcast that we announced it. I don't think it's even on their website yet. Um any thoughts there? I, I like Austin Walker. I hope him the best. Um I don't know. Duran Doubleton?
1: Um, I mean like i i like Austin wishing the best. I kind of feel like there's enough shaking up advice nowadays that like yeah, I don't know if they're gaming like they'll probably go down to like one or two gaming uh, editors like they were before Waypoint came right. To be. I think that like that ship might have run its course.
0: Very possibly, because Daniel Danielle Riendo also left.
1: Yeah,
2: so. I just I just read that too. Yeah, I didn't realize yeah. she also had left.
0: Yeah. So maybe maybe this is um, downscaling
2: waypoint. For those that enjoy the podcast though, Austin will still be on the podcast. Yeah. There you go. Um mm-hmm.
1: I was gonna say like the
2: Patrick And he does reassure cr- 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 that the yeah. ship is not sinking. <laughs> Uh, with that, no,
1: they have just come into port and they're just happy with they're, they're just going to be uh, a, a a museum now kind of exactly. thing. Exactly. Like yeah. Always a dock. It's not going anywhere. It's fine.
0: It's fine. Um, and with that, Thurbleton, uh, another yeah. piece of sad news here. Tell me about Mike O'Brien.
1: So this is this is a uh, sad ish. It's it's news for. Guild Wars Two fans, I guess, because um, uh, everyone knows there was a, a huge amount of layoffs and all that, and restructuring uh, at ArenaNet a couple of months ago. Mm. Uh, and they're like, they said, like, "All right, we're going to stop focusing on uh, other games that were like are in the works, and we're just going to focus on Guild Wars wow. Uh Previously, Marco or Michael one of the three people who founded ArenaNet, yeah, and like had a long time been like the, the in a, a leadership position. Uh, he had given up the reins of Guild, War II, Guild Wars 2 development to work on some of those new games, uh, and recently announced that he was, is leaving ArenaNet to, mm. uh, I believe the words were, like, S- work on small games.
0: Okay, yeah, standard. This is a, uh, Seems like the, yeah. the cycle, yeah.
1: And, like, everyone wishes him well, and he's excited to play, be a, a player of Guild Wars 2, and excited for all the new updates and all that, which every blog post has done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but kind of like with uh, Arenanet there's or not with, with, with Waypoint, Waypoint. Yep. Uh, we're, like there's been a lot of people leaving. Uh, mm. I think uh, Gail left a little bit ago or, or uh, there, there, there's been an, uh, enough high profile people who have left over the past couple months a year kind of thing yep. that uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if like you know Guild Wars 2 is restructuring and, this is, again, just armchair prediction kind of stuff, but maybe we might see a game very much like Guild Wars 1 from Mike's new
3: team.
0: Dude, I would love that so fucking
1: much. I <laughs> mean, not not to bring it back to certain games I'm playing, uh-huh. but there's, mean, there's definitely an audience for World of Warcraft Classic fans. Dude. I wouldn't be surprised if there's an audience for... Like, like there's voids that could be filled in terms of the market.
0: On an interesting note, like I, I feel like this generation has been like a strange journey. You know, it's like my favorite stuff in this gen has been stuff that's been like the old things. <laughs> like Witcher was is still part of my favorite game of the generation, um, and that came out because it was, but that was, but that was designed like a lost generation game, just bigger and with with like CD projects kind of. Ideas behind it, you know. Um, Like, yeah,
1: I'd I'd argue it's it's not that like, oh man, it's I'm liking all the old stuff. It's like, man, I'm liking all the well-designed stuff.
0: Yeah, and And
1: there are like there are aspects of Destiny that I think are well-designed and great, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of like muck I need to get through to get to that.
0: Exactly. This gen introduced gas, essentially games as a service, and like like properly, like it it existed last gen. Like Destiny was on last gen. If if people don't remember, but um. Yeah, this game, this this generation really drove it hard. We had things like Guild Wars 2, which um, I think suffer from a similar thing, where I don't know if game studios are really built to just support one game forever, because people don't realize that the developers themselves get burnt out. Um, mm-hmm. this is what happened to Yakuza it's like they just pumped out Yakuza and Yakuza and Yakuza and Yakuza and they got to the point where they were like you know what we we have to keep making Yakuzas because people want those games but we can't keep doing this so they changed to an RPG um, th- which I think is actually a pretty cool move but like it's this gen is like pushing multiple elements of the industry to their breaking points like monetization is being absolutely pushed to its breaking point and it's, it's, it's kind of strange to me like we that that's a what happened but b i find it reassuring that people are also realizing that wait no 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 the old stuff was good like how we did it before was good like god of war and spider-man were two cases recently where they were like we're just putting out a game that's the game there's no dlc um they there's no like ongoing monetization bullshit we're going to give you free shit on top of this like new modes and stuff for free that's the game, putting it out, that's it and I, I find that like, and those games that have done that, or have had old school style expansions like The Witcher have been the most successful this generation and I hope that is a lesson that developers take forward into the next gen, where it's like, no no no, you can do all this stuff you can probably make more money using gas for one game but what you're also doing is potentially tanking that franchise forever forward, like if you look at Ghost Recon, that might not recover we haven't talked about this show, but Ghost Recon's a hot mess, and
1: well, it and also like it. It is a um, it, it, like I, I kind of think a mis misidentification of what the priority should be, and mm. that like it doesn't like. I, I realize you have a 4K uh, monitor, yes, but uh, not everything needs to be like super well anim- animated and like yeah. beautiful looking. Like you could, this is like the best style versus best um graphics or best yeah. visuals, yeah, and you can like you can have a a a lean team a small team doing like you know really amazing stuff Mm -hmm. that's just not high detail like they were Um,
0: they were bought by microsoft but hellblade was a big step in that way like black game did look amazing as well but like you know you can have a small team uh utilizing the the advancements of stuff like unreal engine like the engines themselves are making it easier to make games look better than they ever have before um Borderlands oh, only looks good because it was on unreal engine sorry continue
1: do you remember like left for dead when they would have the different mutations you could you could do for the different uh zombies and such like yep. they had like a, a ton of different ways that wasn't just we rescan some of the guys and give them more health exactly and like yeah. more damage yeah it's like that now they're the, these attack faster where they do a ton more damage but it's slower and mm-hmm. it's like there's different gas pedals you can press other than just the main ones that everyone associates with yeah and
0: And so and but also like part of it is it might just be literally a a um, group of people of a certain age learning the lessons that their forebears did because i think that also what happened this generation is that a lot of younger people came into development Um, and a lot Mm -hmm. more different types of people came into development and so what like a lot of that 90s era and early 2000s era were the same group of people. I've like talked about Ken Levine and a bunch of like the doctors from BioWare, like you're talking about the greats of the past. Um, Shigeru Miyamoto, even though he still like he has some fingers in the pie. Um,
1: War Inspectors. Yeah, like you
0: had the people from the 80s and 90s. They made the best games of all time, but they also then had to move on, retire, whatever, like go live on a boat somewhere, whatever the doctors are doing. Um, like it's... And so they had this weird interchange where not only the generation changes, but development costs were going up and new developers were being pushed into top positions. And so they had to go through the same learning experience. Like, I think this might be there. This gen might be the learning experience for those developers to teach them that, wait, no, 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 go to the roots, make a good game, um, and then people will come. And that's hopefully what goes forward. Or you can make Fortnite, you, who knows.
1: Do you it's, think any of it could be like, you know, Fortnite is an excellent example of like here's an amazing game that could do anything, mm. uh, and it became successful. Whereas a lot of the greats from back in the day, part of their success was coming, being forced to create uh, like neat solutions because the of the constraints that they had. Yeah. Uh, whereas yeah. nowadays, like there's no constraints, and so people can just do whatever they want. But then they just always make the same thing,
0: or or become like Death Stranding, which is like maybe nothing, right? And so it's like. May, yeah. Maybe. Like, what yeah. is that game? Yeah. What is that game? So, like, it might be a case of, be given infinite power and options, you like are just stuck in this weird cycle where you can't do something. But I, th- I think we're
2: hitting a point where where um, storytelling is going to actually be a thing that you can be proud of in video games because that's going to be what's really going to set a video game apart. It's not going to be how it looks, yes, or the actions that you're doing because we've seen all of that already and. It can all be done to photorealism now, and and you know mocap mo- and all that.
0: Yeah, I think that's it. I think it's like the games that really hit this generation are ones with an excellent gameplay loop. And I'm and I don't play Fortnite, but that has to be why that's popular. Same with Dota two. You have to have a amazing gameplay loop, and you'll hit, or you have to have an amazing story like God of War, and then you'll hit. And I think that's what's being driven to the top of the not only the the sales charts, but also like the critical success and the the success with people has just been, if you do, if you focus on the basics, gameplay and or story, preferably and, you will get there. And and yes, yeah, yeah. I, like,
2: I think things like Gears and Halo have shown us that you can't just do the same thing and expect to be successful. Exactly. Yeah, you can't not, just not use anymore. your brand
0: name. Not anymore. Um, and it's also because people are getting older. Like forty uh, year olds who remember your franchise. Don't have time to play your games anymore. You're marketing to the kids who don't know your franchise, so you're losing. I mean, losing to some extent,
2: that. but I think I think more importantly, it really does come down to like there. In older generations, there was a lot of things we would look past because this game just looked fucking amazing or mm. had really good animations. Like L- L.A. Noir*, not a great game, <laughs> but it was it was incredible at its time because of those facial animations.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: So we looked past a lot and and still saw it as a decent game for its time because of that technology then and you can't really rely on that anymore
0: yeah because because every game looks incredible or like the the cost and time it takes to make a fucking um last of us part two mean like you will never be the best looking game out there unless you put in that time and money like they spent hundreds of millions of dollars in last of us part two like you can't to step up to that plate you will not get that high so just trying to be the best looking game is so much more difficult now than it used to be that you shouldn't focus on it i would argue um yeah uh, anyway we're, we're going we all kind of agree here though gameplay and story the old shit that's what we want in our games and hopefully there'll be more going forward like bloodstained was pretty cool and that's that game looks kind of trashy but it plays really well anyway moving on um, that's it for the quick hits there, even though they didn't end up quick. Uh, but this one's going to be quick, uh, I think, because we don't have much to say about it. OBS was acquired by Logitech. Their standard response what? was... I know. Um, their yeah. response was beginning, that beginning, nothing of the change. I know. They they did the standard thing where, like, nothing will change for you guys. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, sure. You know
2: what? Makes me glad I have my uh, lifetime subscription to x <laughs>
0: Uh I mean, yeah. yeah you're not wrong. <laughs> uh i time till obs dies i'll give it like two years two years before it goes full bad um, yeah how long how long did it take uh skype oh man what was it like uh it's months to to go horrible <laughs> i mean uh, it was already kind of bad anyways so. yeah I'm, i mean yeah discords are also kind of going in weird directions but yeah, i don't know mm. um I mean, that, though, that, i'm curious that's that's all i have to say about that one uh then second last on this list, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, coming to PC.
2: So, yeah, that one, there are some caveats to that.
0: Yeah, okay, so what's the deal um, here? I didn't so, know so about I don't, this I don't, today. I don't
2: remember if we talked about this uh, last time or not, but if we didn't, Rockstar now has their own uh, games launcher, because that's the cool thing to do in what? 2019. Yep, the Rockstar games launcher. Uh,
1: you
0: fucking with me? So,
1: I mean, no. they already had the Rockstar Social Club, so I'm not that surprised, and it probably runs just as well. <laughs> but this is the thing where, where like now, you purchase games through this. Oh yeah!
3: Oh god, game
1: store.
2: Just so as well. with that, um, pre-purchases for Red Dead Redemption Two on PC will begin on October 9th, exclusively on the Rockstar Games Launcher through october 22nd with a limited time offer during this period for of up to two free rockstar pc titles oh. you can choose from uh grand theft auto 3 vice city san andreas bully scholarship edition la noir the complete edition or in max Payne 3 the complete edition
0: wait so none of the good ones um, well bully's all right but none uh, of the good bully's ones all right yeah it's like
2: <laughs> vice City's pretty good but it's old yeah it's old like um yeah everyone was already. made on the rockstar games launcher also include free upgrades to the premium editions of red dead redemption two with both the special edition and ultimate edition edition discounted by $20 each further pre-purchase bonuses uh, with the rockstar games launcher include the outlaw survival kit for story mode war horse for story mode uh, treasure map for story Whore mode, horse bonus for story mode and 50 gold bars for red dead online. So additional store information.
0: Okay.
2: Um, this is all taken from Rockstar's website here. Uh, Red Dead Redemption Two will, uh, for PC, now pay close attention here, will also be available to purchase uh, to pre-order at the Epic Game Store, Green Man Gaming, the Humble Store, GameStop, and additional digital retailers starting October twenty-third, with a pre-order bonus of twenty-five gold bars for Red Dead Online. What the Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption Two for PC will also be available for purchase on Steam this December.
0: This December. Ooh. So they are purposely holding
2: back the Steam version, not allowing pre-orders on it. Mm-hmm.
3: mm-hmm. Allowing
2: pre-orders everywhere else but there.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's all because of the cut. Of course. Like, put on Epic Games Store because the cut's only 12%. Yeah, of course, yeah. But the Steam version, they are, they are holding off an entire month later. Uh-huh. You know what? Before, and, and not allowing pre-orders.
0: So he, so nor nor I...
2: any pre-order bonuses because
0: there's no pre-orders. So I've, I have a mixed feelings about this because... I've long been on the boat of fuck steam, right? I've like, I I live in Australia. I don't live with your fancy, wonderful prices in the U S everything's shit here. (laughs) Um, steam has been garbage for years. So I've always been on the boat of fuck those guys. Like sometimes the street, the steam sales are great. Sure. But like that wore off once I owned everything I wanted to own. Um, I've always been about gog, um, maybe it'll be on GOG? They don't say they're not going to be on GOG, so maybe that's going to be a thing. But It the, says
2: additional digital retailers, yeah, so maybe it'll be on there. too. Maybe
0: on GOG. Like, i am always been a GOG guy. I'm so always, so here's, GOG guy.
2: here's the thing with it, is is I'm not necessarily of the mind that, like, you know, Steam needs to be the Monopoly uh, video game mm. platform on PC. I've yeah. never felt that way. Um, it's where I pr- tend to prefer to buy my games just because that's where my ecosystem is at. Yeah, exactly,
0: yeah. It's just, what I
2: would say is I am pro-choice of where to purchase these things, mm-hmm. and I don't like when when publishers um, single out stores difficult to buy from certain stores or or, in this case here, put a delay before you're allowed to buy it on the store that you want to buy it on simply because of the cut. I mean... There's Especially no... for something as big as Red Dead, where, but I think that's the you thing. Know, right? You guys are gonna make plenty of fucking money.
0: I, that's the thing. I I am with them on this one because a hey, Fox team, but more, more importantly, like there's no other way to break a monopoly. Like there's, there's there is no other way. Like,
2: oh, no no no. See, no. and this is this is what. So okay, I'm fine with them having a a. Available only on their own service first. I'm not gonna argue with that. Okay, you know, Origin cool. always had their own shit. Like that's fine. Yeah,
0: okay. All right. It's the where they
2: here. single out Steam specifically. And like it's available everywhere else. Epic mm. Game Store, Humble Store, Green Man Gaming, all those places. A month later. And then a month later it's available on Steam. Yeah.
0: That's like Specifically
2: sp- singling out the one place where they know everyone wants. Yeah, to buy.
0: a specific fuck you to, to, to Valve. Um, yeah. But
2: like Except I feel like it's not a fuck you to Valve, it's a fuck you to the consumers who I don't, to buy it there
0: i don't know like it's so it's part perhaps this is somewhere it comes from my you position on steam right but i've never had a problem with having multiple launchers i care when the launches themselves are shit like epic um i still have an epic launcher i bought borderlands 3 on epic like the um and it's it's, it's so here, here's the thing right it is is the I understand the annoyance of having multiple launches. It's as if I have a like two set two bookshelves in my house, and some books like two books are on one shelf in a different room, and the rest are in my living room. So everything else, I'm happy to just get up, get it straight. To the bookshelf's right next to me. I take it off there. But the, these other two books, I have to go all the way fucking upstairs to grab these two fucking books, and I can't put them anywhere but. That's annoying. <laughs> the problem
2: with that. Except the problem with that is what you're leaving out is your ecosystem, your friends.
0: Yeah, exactly. And your friends. Like the, the, my friends
2: play on Steam. That's yeah. where I play with my friends at.
0: And that's, that's the thing. Like, I, so I, I understand the if annoyance. There was, if, there
2: was an integration, if there was an integration of social aspects, mm. I'd be 100% with you. I'd be there where, you know, i I buy it wherever it's available. I wouldn't care about having to open up this other launcher as opposed to this yeah. one.
0: Yeah.
2: For me, it's 100% that. If there's a game where I'm going to be playing with other people, I want to have my full friends list there.
0: Yeah. And I have
2: hundreds of people on my friends list on Steam.
0: It sounds it's like I... It's the friends list that suffers the most. I agree. But it's, it's also like, I don't know. They, like me and my friends, that's the only thing I can touch to, to, because that's my life is, we just meet on Discord. That's that's how, like, you, you, you guys are in my Discord chat. I have multiple channels there for different groups of people who meet for different reasons. Um, and Discord's the way we do that. Because, like, yeah, everything's across multiple things. Like, we're not going to use Epic fucking store or whatever to do our Borderlands, because fuck that. Um, so it's... It's depends. Sure, but like
2: Discord doesn't still doesn't do a great job of no Discord shit. You,
0: it doesn't do a great job of telling me
2: <laughs> who who owns what game.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't like, tell I, you I don't what, know what whether game. my
2: this, these friends own this game or not. Exactly. Like, if there's if that's what I mean. Like there these, like if they if there was some kind of an integrated social part mm-hmm. where everything 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 was one friends list yeah. across multiple stores, which will never fucking happen. Never happen. But if they did, like that's that's the only thing that that really irritates me about yeah. it. I don't care about who who gets my money. Yeah. Um with the exception of I'm not putting, I'm not buying anything from Epic until they have a proper store. Fair. <laughs> um and 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 I, I have an issue with their their exclusivity um mm. plan. So like that's really where I care about who gets my money because I don't want to support that sure. part yeah. of it. Yeah. Um That's a pro But regardless of that, like I bought stuff on Origin, I have bought stuff on on fucking Uplay. Mm-hmm. I have bought stuff on GOG. Like I don't, I I don't I'm not against having multiple places I'm buying games at. I it's prefer the, the majority list. of my games to be on Steam, mostly because like that's where I feel my games are secure because Valve's not going anywhere.
0: Yeah, also um, so
2: yeah. Sa- same reason why like I buy all my movies on Amazon. I
0: don't buy mm.
2: anything through Vudu or through fucking Walmart or any other <laughs> digital retailers. You can buy movies through. I buy them on Amazon because I know that they're going to be around.
0: Mm. So yeah, like and. But... In the end, for for me, is I understand why I, why Rockstar is doing this. I think it's a purely a money move and a fuck you to Steam. Um, I'm curious whether, like, this is not going to be the first all that. Oh, has, this it'll is also coming out on Google
2: Stadia in November as well.
0: Damn straight. Like, I'm happy about it. Like, I, 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 <laughs> I, like, I really, especially since Valve stopped making good games, aside from Dota. Um, I really am on the page of hey, Valve, you're. They're just rolling in money. They are just rolling in money. That thirty percent cut is ridiculous, and I'm 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 on board with more more developers saying fuck you to them because it is ridiculous. It's been ridiculous this whole time, especially so since their their distribution network is mostly, as far as I understand it, torrent based anyway. It's not like you're getting all that from their servers. Um, like it's, I I'm with these guys. I think it's painful, but I'm with them because Valve's got a monopoly and it's it's pretty fucked. If they were a better company, if they had like low rates, like Epic. And they were like pro consumer in like other countries like Australia. I'd be happy, I'd, I'd be against this because then it'll I mean,
2: be... to be fair, they're more pro consumer in Australia than Epic right now.
0: Oh, god, yes, that's not hard though. <laughs> Epic sucks, <laughs> Epic fucking sucks. I bought my games on fucking. I'm not one of
2: those, you know, uh, um, DFIs, Gabe. I yeah, don't, you yeah. know, I bought some fucking like Epic or uh, um, Steam or Val's show. Praise Gaben. <laughs> but for me, it's, it's yeah. another store has not proven themselves to one yep. reliably be around for another five years.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, And two, to have the suite of features and the proper fucking storefront that Val has.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's, it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of,
2: it's kind of the same reason why I stuck around playing wow for as long as I did, because I would try and go play, play other games, but they just didn't have the breadth of content and, mm. What I what I expected at that point from the established yep. thing that I had been doing. Yep, and and so like, and the same reason why if I buy Red Dead Online Two or Red Dead Red Dead Redemption Two on PC, I'm just gonna wait for the Steam
0: version. That's fair, and, and that's the thing. Like especially because this game's already a year behind other co- platforms. Like I think it's perfectly fair to just for everyone at home make your own decision and vote with your dollar. Like
2: for me, that what's gonna bug what's gonna bug me, in mm-hmm. and, and, and and this. <sighs> It bugs me occasionally with Ubisoft games too, is (laughs) I wish that on, I I wish that on humble store, you could, you could decide which store you want it to get the key for. Mm. Because actually what I prefer to do is buy it on humble. Right. Have some of that money go to a charity.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. Have the Steam key. That's, that's, that'd be really good. Like that's, that's cool. Like if, and that's the thing I would love for the um, rockstar launcher to be that it's not going to be. But yeah, if I can buy it through Rockstar, but it'll give me a GOG key, I'm happy. That's that. That make right. a lot of sense.
2: Yeah, like, it's like any any more. Like I mean, honestly, any more. I I actually very rarely buy games directly through the Steam app. Mm. more often than not i'm buying steam
0: keys through 100%. or like for me it's like whatever like cd keys i, I just go to the cheapest place because that's that's how i roll yeah i don't um, i don't trust any of those fucking sites they've all worked fine for me Greenman gaming <laughs> is the
2: only one i have grown to trust
0: but they're also like they've gone back up to like normal retail prices so fuck those guys yeah they have um so yeah anyway but yeah it's that, that's that's an interesting discussion i was expected to have overall though it's coming to pc you're gonna play rdr and pc during
2: I don't know because I never finished it on PS4 still, but man, mm. that game running at 60 would probably look real fucking good. I'm
0: I'm very curious how optimized the PC version going to be. Their PC games have been very good. Okay, good, good. I I didn't know that. that, that they, makes sense. Yeah,
2: they have a good they have a good track record for their PC ports. I
0: mean, I I know GTA 5 uses way too much CPU, but I don't know. We'll we'll see, hmm. um, because it still uses a benchmark for a bunch of. <laughs> For stuff because it doesn't use CPU. Um and also has texture streaming things, but also you can fly jets, so it's not really their fault. Um Thurbleton, mm, yeah. you you're an RDR guy, you care?
1: Um, I'm not an RDR guy though. Uh, eh. I mean like that on, on the topic of like Fox Steam kind of thing mm-hmm. and or 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 like letting people choose which platform they want to do stuff on. Uh, there is a potentially interesting thing that happened recently as well. If you want to go to the next news topic.
0: Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, let's do that. What's what do you, what are you thinking of? Oh, right. uh,
1: yeah. No, there there is a a thing I, rem- I I remember like there was something big that was not like the the industry probably doesn't care much about it right now, but uh, there's a so, about there, to. <laughs> there's a a ruling in a French court. Uh, okay, uh, this is
0: news to me. All right, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Uh, go ahead and check the I I posted the link in the, the uh, upper but yeah a, a while ago um, Valve got sued for like in 2015 the question of like digital goods and like it, hey I want to be able to resell my game and Steam of course Valve said no uh, and the well, Valve, spe- it-
2: Valve specifically said like no because we don't sell you a game we are a subscription service oh, yes God. You are buying a subscription uh, for that game, and it's not untrue. in their fine print, that's that's what you are purchasing.
1: True. Uh, however, the the French uh, seem to think that no, fuck you, because it was one thing. They're like, no, it's a digital good. Yeah, you
0: you're obviously lying, you no. bastards.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and basically, like this is then going to push into question, like the like, uh, holy if,
0: shit, this is a big deal.
1: Yes, it it kind of is. It kind of is. It's so a little it's, French. It's, it's, it's oh. especially
0: a big deal
2: because um, when they say digital goods, that also includes things like uh, CSGO skins.
0: Yeah, skins and stuff. Yeah.
2: Which um, has been like a dream of those people who trade in that stuff is to be able to get that money out of that ecosystem. Wow. Because there are people sitting on literally hundreds of thousands of dollars of
0: Steam credit. Yeah, wow. Wow. So
1: yeah, for for people who don't know what's going on, like that, if the French court thing passes and people are able to then sell their like used games, uh, it's going to greatly change the way people make games uh, because, Mm -hmm. like, developers, like if you're reselling a game just to a friend, uh, or if there's a huge used game market like a Green Man Used Gaming or something, Mm -hmm. then. Developers won't be getting a lot of that money, or at least there won't be a way for the developers to get that money. Yeah. Um, so they'll have to be more creative with the way they make games. It'll also mean Steam and Valve will probably have to rethink the way that they sell games as well. Uh, GameStop execs are probably frothing
2: at the fucking mouth right now. Yes. I, I mean, uh, uh, this would save their business.
1: <laughs> yeah, it they, would. And this is, this is the only a thing in the French court, but like this could spill into all of the EU, and this could yeah. be. All it World. takes is passing it in one place for it to suddenly get brought up elsewhere. Yes, yeah. There, there's precedent then,
0: especially in the uh, EU because they they kind of work as a yeah. block. Um, and EU is very strong. Like, they've been able to force fucking Google to do stuff. So, and Facebook, the EU's been instrumental to changing Facebook's rules, not for the better, but you know, whatever. Um, this is <laughs> like this is curious to me because I'm it's not like it's not going to be like the 90s with used games like physical used games because the internet by has shown that it's the scalability of it is unlike anything else um it's like used games no matter how big it was would not be nothing compared to be to allowing used games on a like on the equivalent of steam nothing it's not the same not the same at all so this could be fundamentally game-changing for the industry um, if it passes and if it then spreads, which are two big ifs, but very curious, very curious. Um,
1: yeah, it is a thing that I'm like keeping an eye of. Kind of, Yeah. Like, like, like New Brahma, I care a lot about the world news.
0: I'm, I bet <laughs> my personal bet on this is that um, this will leave companies pushing back towards that early stage of, oh, no, you only get one key and it's redeemable once. And then if you resell the game, that person has to just buy this $5 key again and or whatever.
2: Well, that was kind of always the, the uh, I think, Valve's argument of their subscription model. Of yeah. Like you're getting, essentially, that subscription is your key. Yeah. And at any time can be revoked and all of that. Because that's, that's the other thing this also can affect is like, what does it mean when you get a VAT ban or VAC ban? Mm-hmm. um at that point they're taking away your games they're not al- allowed to do that anymore under this ruling yep and so what does that mean about them having to maybe pay you for your games if you get banned
0: that'd be funny that'd be pretty funny but yeah that's the whole like getting banned stuff is a whole other like a whole discussion you know itself anyway we don't have time for that um any last thoughts on the on the french news before we move on or red red redemption cool yeah Moving on to the last piece of news this week. Oh, it's only been an hour and 20. We're actually doing pretty well, um, considering how much we've covered. Uh, Sean Layden, going back to PlayStation. I said I would promised at the start we'd come back around, and I'm doing it. Um, Sean Layden is leaving PlayStation.
1: That's curious. Yeah, it is. Another one bites the dust. So it's well, not only okay. him. But so, c- who are, so who yeah. are they putting in to replace him? This is like something they've done before.
2: Uh, that is a good question that I don't know they have the answer to yet.
0: Yeah. I'm, oh,
2: I, uh, that's even more
0: disconcerting. Uh, yeah. So like, because Andrew House is gone, right? He was the last big one, and then, then Sean, and before him, Jack Tretton, the the god tier, Jack, Jack Tretton. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, uh, mm. My favorite man in video games, or used to be in video games. Um, they are their face men are. I mean, like, okay, there's there's two sides to this, right? Um, part of it is because because Sony's been so successful this generation their CEOs are actually being headhunted by other corporations that's something that's actually happening right so that's part of this it doesn't seem that simple cuz usually when a CEO is headhunted um, they are they have they have to give like 6 months or a year notice to the company and that's why we usually know about the succession plan because they have that time to to form a succession plan, train up their, their next person. Um, that's why things move so smoothly in corporate world. Because this did not do that, it could be something purely internal, which is the suspicion. And that's why this is very curious. That's why you brought it up, Doubleton, right? They, someone in this group brought up that this is concerning um, for overall Sony um who was that? I have who. figured it Yeah, was.
1: it's it's uh, I I I kind of said that before. Like, when we were in hmm. show notes, it was also a thing of uh, of based off previous ways they've handled it, like with hmm. with uh, Trenton, or not Trenton. Um,
0: but yeah, what, what with, was Trenton? moving
3: into the position? Treton and House.
0: Yeah. They both like very clearly had their and um, what's the other guy? When Yoshida changed from Worlds, uh, the the guy who controlled all games to one step lower they totally like had had a full announcement regarding who's next and all that kind of stuff to, to the community because part of this it's like a weird thing it's, it's like wrapped in this year of silence from sony is that they used to be pretty like hands-on with their community like people got to know their ceos which is like strange for any company but people fell in love and had like memes around ceos the famous one being Kaz um And that's just been something that's very unique to gaming that's quietened down for Sony this year because they had that year of silence. So that rolled into this maybe raises more questions than there actually is, but maybe not. Maybe this is something like deeper because there's always been rifts between East and West when it comes to Sony. Um, There was like Japanese parts of Sony expressed their concern that Sony was getting... So Sony gaming was getting too Western with the PS4. And it was like interesting because that then fell out with the ps4 becoming the second most successful console Sony has ever made so it's i'm very curious if there's an actual rift here between east and west because if if there, if sean is being put out for reasons that are internal not just him being headhunted i bet it's because japan is um taking more control with the ps5 like during what are your thoughts
2: i <sighs> I don't know because when we're sitting here b- between console generations, mm. it also just seems like maybe this is just an opportune time for somebody who maybe yeah. wants to get out and do something different. Yeah. To do So
0: exactly. So and... like
2: like you can kind of go, you can kind of go the tinfoil hat route, but it's, you can mm. also kind of look at it in this way as well, where like if you're gonna get out, like this is now the is the time to do it, not yep. not like you know the launch year of the console, which looks even worse for the company.
3: Yeah.
0: Who's that guy? That the Microsoft guy? Fuck. What's his name? Spencer. No, that's the current guy. No, Spencer's current Matrix, guy. Don Matrick. Matrick. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Left in, yeah, that looked bad. That looked really bad.
2: In, in that case, that didn't look bad for the company. That was bad for him. <laughs> yeah. Because he, he knew exactly why he was gone.
0: Yeah, he burned it and then left. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, like, yeah, like you're right. It, this year of silence, because you want the guy who comes out in March next year, which is probably when this everything's going to start lighting off. Yeah. Um, and stands up stage and announces the PS Five is a thing. You want that guy to be the next face man, and
2: in- yeah. Well, and, but the thing is too is is with the way they they've been doing things, they don't really need a face man anymore
0: maybe maybe like i've
2: like, like they're not doing their you know maybe they're continuing this again this next year we'll see but like mm. they may not be doing their press conference stuff anymore so they may not need that face guy
0: so like that may not be what they're doing but i feel like this is something akin to gaming being weird this generation where i don't know if this is the right path for them i suspect this will be less successful than their old path um, I think Nintendo it worked for Nintendo because they kept using Facemen for their Nintendo Directs. Like people yeah. got used to well, that. I mean they did
2: until they aren't anymore.
0: Yeah, they aren't anymore. Um which is curious because they're kind of rolling with the success of the Switch, right? And but they're also making individual games, like even putting those Facemen to the fore, right? So that, that, that Smash guy is on when they're talking about Smash and stuff. So they're kind of like diversifying their But I think that there is something about the emotional connections people develop to their consoles. Maybe that's no longer a thing. Maybe that was just the 90s and 2000s. Maybe with this new generation of kids, that's just not going to happen anymore. But they are losing that going forward, and I don't know if that's a good thing. Um, That emotional connection was strong and drove sales. I can guarantee you that. And whether that's not required anymore is yet to be known.
2: Yeah, I feel like with, with like... I, 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 with the way things have changed that emotional emotional connection now I feel like it's with the game, not with the console
0: maybe, maybe, that might might, might be a good thing we're not sure, we don't know like all you all have new. people
2: memeing Fortnite dances not, you know, my body is ready
0: yeah, exactly, yeah Um, very curious I, I, yeah, this is all an experiment this is new, this is new for the gaming industry with this lack of face men that was a thing from, well it didn't exist in like the nineties, but the eighties and the two thousands or the and the late nineties was hundred percent a thing. So we'll see.
2: Uh, well at least at least Microsoft still has Spencer.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think he's been really good for them. Like
2: he's Yeah. Yeah. Well, he legitimately I think has been very good for that company.
0: Yeah. So like I, I don't know if this is the right path. But I'm curious. Anyway, um that's all we had to really say about that. Sean didn't have good luck, etc. I really liked him. He was I was he was shaky at the start but he really came into the fore when he started wearing the Wipeout
2: T-shirts. I think that uh, for Sony not trying to come come off as the uh, pretentious... Mm. Uh, Sony that they were coming out of the PS3 era I think Layden not being on, on stage anymore is a good thing maybe because Layden just has a kind of an air of potential yeah he does he does he does yeah
0: um, he does that like kind of he even has that posture that's kind of a thing yeah Um, but I'm curious like they they need a Jack Trenton. they need some like fucking everyman yeah even though he's like a CEO no, he no, looks you, like no, an no, everyman. What,
2: what they really need to be honest they need to bring Kevin back
0: oh man that's mm. that would be really funny <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really funny. I w- still working at Best man, Buy or whatever god. it was. <laughs> Wasn't it Best Buy? I think it was Best Buy. Uh, oh
2: god, yeah, I think that's what he did after Sony. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, but like he, like he looked like he was walking through those gaming stores, didn't he? Or was it just kind of walking through the street? No,
2: yeah, I think you're there? thinking of when he was done doing the Sony stuff, he started doing stuff. I think it was for Best Buy. Oh, okay, maybe,
3: maybe.
0: Anyway, they need a, they need a face for the PS5. In my opinion, we'll see how it goes, though. It's a weird world. Yeah. Um, last thing before we move on and take a break here um, Pokemon they showed some Pokemon shit and um, all I have to say is that I really like these we were worried there for a second there wouldn't be any Gale- designs um, but then not only have they shown Galleon designs but they are they are by far my favorite uh, designs except for maybe um, the Ice Ninetales since they started doing redesigns re- like with the stuff. and stuff um,
2: we, we can agree to disagree
0: you don't like Alola Ninetales?
2: No No, no, I mean about the the new forms.
0: Oh, dude, I I just have you guys can see it at home, but in the spreadsheet I just have two pictures. One's Galarian wheezing, and he's got top hats and a mustache. I love it.
2: <laughs> I, I I've had I've had a very lengthy conversation with a friend, kind of like I've had with some. Of the more recent uh, <laughs> Pokemon designs, and I think a lot of it honestly comes down to I take issue when a Pokemon's design
3: uh-huh.
2: um, is in some way designed around a human-made
0: object. Oh, okay, All right, yeah, you know what? Like teapots are stupid. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, with and that. so
2: like my now my, my my friend did like somewhat sell me on the the uh, cleverness of that Weezing's design only because. Those are top hats, but yeah. they're also smokestacks. They're
0: smokestacks. Yeah, there. It is a fantastic design. But still, design. they are
2: both man-made designed things, and therefore a dumb thing for a Pokemon to be designed around. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Like, and, and, and that said, that said, I am fully aware that those have always existed. Fucking Voltorb and, yeah. and uh, Electrode were dumb too. Uh
3: huh.
0: <laughs> I thought they were dumb, but I realized, and You know what? I, I've always hated copying and wheezing because they suck. But this wheezing will probably make it onto my team.
2: Because I, of- <laughs> I just, I just would like to see a lot more like cleverly designed animal Pokemon. Because I feel like we're starting to almost get to a point with a lot, with a lot of the mm. like new designs of Pokemon. Yeah, we're starting to get to a point where like a lot of them are looking like Digimon.
0: They, they, they suck. A lot of the new designs really suck. I, they just look like slightly different versions of old designs. That's the problem when you have seven hundred to eight hundred whatever Pokemon. Is yeah, that, that's the other thing place? too.
2: It's like, how about this? How about we just stop designing new ones? Yeah, and we just like focus on making better games. Yes. Because here's here's my hot take: Pokemon games have been trashed for years. Whoa.
0: I liked Sun and Moon. I, I buy them. all of them, but they have been
2: trashed for years. <laughs> I
0: liked Sun and Moon. You didn't really and like this one, really and Moon. this
2: one looks to not be any better than the other ones. Oh, I. Don't... In fact, this
0: might actually be their
2: weakest game yet.
0: I mean, you know, you might not be wrong in that one. That. We'll see. It's too early to call. Because the new pony looks all right.
2: Yeah, it'll be cool when it, um, like fucking lazily animates across the screen.
0: <laughs> it's today's in full of hot takes. And with that, though, I'm I'm on board. I like the new pony tar. cry. <laughs> that cry. The fact they have not changed the cries is to me the most ridiculous thing of this entire thing. Because mm-hmm. and
2: they try. They've actually trying to give excuses as to why they don't.
0: No. <laughs> talking about what are you talking what are you you even talking about the the anime they all mm, they just have to steal the audio from the anime it's already there it already exists almost every pokemon has been on it
2: actors just
0: do oh fuck you pokemon fuck you fuck whatever one step at a time zelda has voice acting now maybe 15 years from now we'll get some pokemon with voice acting (laughs)
2: I don't think this game has voice acting, You?
0: No, it doesn't. It doesn't. As I said, in 15 years... <laughs> <laughs> like, even the fucking humans still
2: don't have voice acting.
0: Uh, but, but Pikachu says Pikachu. Uh, well, well, you know, that's one step in the right direction. Now we just need to make Rattata say Rattata, and coughing say Koffing. And, uh, anyway. It's not even the hot... It's like the easiest fucking thing, man. It's like the easiest thing. Everything just says their own goddamn name. That's all you'd need. Anyway. I like the new ponytail. And with that, thank you for this 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 news segment of the show. We're going to take a short break here and come back with a, by the looks of things, very short gaming section. So, uh, see you after this. And we're back for a very short What We've Been Playing segment, just to make sure that I'm not missing anything. Thurbleton, do you have anything you're playing?
1: World of Warcraft, moving on.
0: Durin, do you have anything you're playing? <laughs>
1: uh, Elder Scrolls Online,
0: moving on. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, I have been playing recent games. Um, kind of, not really. So I have like just two quick things to talk about, really, and one plug kind of thing um, for this Fortnite. Two weeks, whatever. Um, Borderlands Three. Talked about it last time, and since then, I finished two vault hunter mode with uh, two vault hunter. No, one vault hunter. I finished the normal game again with a second vault hunter, and I can tell you, um, from a hardcore Borderlands perspective, that that game is not a good game,
2: <laughs> or it continues to not be a good game.
0: I like it. Okay, here's the thing. All right, here's here's the deal. If you want to play the game once. And maybe one and a half times, it's fine. If you play if you wanted if you think you can play this game over and over again like you did with Borderlands 2, um, and like maybe like eight, ten times or whatever, and, and put like shitloads of hours into the end game and like grind up to your ultra vault hunter mode or something similar, this is not that game. It's um, to tell you how much is not that game, the first patch they released for the game was to reduce the drop rates. Of items. Cool. That's that's what I wanted.
3: Because,
0: you know... Less fun. Exactly. They wanted to uh, ex- extend the end game because everyone was getting all the items too quickly. And I'm not talking about a little. So let's let's put it in perspective. The highest difficulty of that game gives you plus 600% to drop rates. This is the printed value. Um, what do they think would happen? <laughs> when people play the game in a looter shooter, they immediately try to find a way to play it in that difficulty and then just farm. And what happened was in right. the first week, everyone had all the items um, because there's only 204 legendaries or so. Um, and so what they didn't then was just nerf the fun for everyone after those first week of people. So after one week, they reduced drop rates to about one-tenth of what they were. So previously, bosses would drop like four legendaries. Now they have a chance of dropping one um it's because that's a good game um also the uh classes they are rebalancing the classes but instead of making them all strong they're just making the best classes weaker because they were having too easy of a time in the end game cool uh and beyond that uh the last couple of most difficult things in that game if you have the right builds you can walk over without dying and uh there's there was a while there where there was a build where you didn't you know, have to have to look at the screen because all you had to do is throw grenades um yeah that game it's really good again it's really <laughs> it's really good if you play it like one time i had a lot of fun with it um don't play don't try to make this like a a ongoing game like borderlands 2 wait for the dlcs maybe they'll fix all this shit and unfuck all the characters. They nerfed my favorite character to the ground. Wait, cause... wait, wait
2: for them to give you the opportunity, opportunity to give them more money to fix their game.
0: I mean, I had, like, I played the game for, like, 90 hours, so I'm not gonna complain, you know? Like, it's it it took it takes that long to get it's, to the Yeah, real... it's one of those
2: games where, like, you played it for that long, so you, you feel like you can't really say it's a bad game because you spent so long playing it, but ultimately <laughs> you still left it unfulfilled.
0: Oh, yes, I definitely left it. Not, not even unfulfilled, I left it angry. I went, went to sleep one morning to wake up that my character in a single-player game was nerfed. What are you talking about? It's not a competitive game. Uh, excuse
2: me, it's not single player, you play with three other people, and it is not fair that you're having more fun than they are. Oh my god,
0: oh my god, but all the characters are strong, except for, well, oh yeah, not only that, Um. so not only do they nerf characters in the single player game, they've, people have done the. and uh, I think it was 62% of all skills in the game across all vault Hunters either do not work or do not work as in, as printed on the skill text.
2: Yeah, I heard something about that, That's uh, that's cool. <laughs> That's really cool.
0: Uh, a lot of them are for two characters. For Amara, which is the siren who punches things, one of her trees pretty much doesn't work. Um, it works to some degree in some weird ways, but not as printed. And some things just straight up don't work. Like definitely don't work. And for one other Vault Hunter, which is Zane, um, the operative, half his skills literally do not work. Just don't. Just don't. Just don't. Just do nothing. You put the points in them, and nothing happens. Um, so yeah, again. The game is fun for one playthrough. I'd pick Moe's because she seems like the character that works and is also the strongest character in the game. I,
2: I You know, I've gotten to a point where I feel like <laughs> I need to not be the one who comments on uh, your descriptions <laughs> of Border, Borderlands 3 and your complaints about it because I've never been a fan of Borderlands. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I've played them because my friend has always bought them for me.
0: Okay, <laughs> um,
2: and so we'll play together, and like that's a that's a decent amount of fun. Yeah, that's how I play it. games. We yeah, can play together. People.
3: Yeah, yep.
2: Um, but with all the shit surrounding this game, oh my god, and this publisher and Pitchford,
0: yeah.
2: I super don't like anything about this game. I, uh, I, so maybe you, I'm a little biased the I other day. I mean, direction. you heard me
0: last week. I was the one guy who was in this game's court. I was that guy. I was the one guy, on the, as far as I could tell. And now, nope. Nope. I, oh, yeah. That's a, that's actually definitely definitely important thing. I would not buy this right now. <laughs> I would not buy.
2: No. That's the important bit. Is,
0: uh, you know, by the way, after 90 hours, don't buy it. Don't buy it. If, first of all, they need to fix all the Vault Hunters. Like, it is... Utterly retarded that in a RPG, more than half the skills do not work as printed. That's that not that's even non that's nonsensical. You know,
2: like, like how how does that get past QA? Or more specifically, what person needs to be fired for ignoring the QA team?
0: Exactly. Like what the fuck? Who?
1: It's a known shippable. It's a known <laughs> shippable. It'll be fine.
0: It turns out that the so the people who played Zane they struggled with the end game content. Like that was the biggest complaint across the Reddit was everyone who played Zane. And it turned out that yeah, half his skills literally don't work. So it's like, what, what is wrong? And, oh, I can't, I can't. Like, and this, these kind of things take people to get into the game and test and actually sit there and like start up like multiplayer matches and like, start a melee with each other and actually like test individual skills with like specific weapons so you can tell it took that long for the community to catch on to this nonsense and even then this is kind of when i broke with the community most of the community don't see this as a fundamental problem they're just asking for a fix like, if I heard this when I before I bought the game, I just wouldn't have bought it.
2: <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. They don't see it as a problem that half the skills in the game
0: don't work? I mean, they're, like, hopefully the next... They're, they're just, like, waiting for the next patch. That's what they're doing. They're not complaining about it. There's, like, almost no complaints about it. It's just memes and hoping for the next patch to come out. That's they should be on that f- it should be on fire so, but it's not
2: so what you're saying is the community is just as broken as the game
0: <laughs> yes it seems like the case um the only, the first thing that actually got the community to go up in arms was the nerf on my character which is flack um, the <laughs> robot dude like it took that long for the community to actually get angry about something because they nerfed him in the first patch and it was like, okay, this is weird because the single player game. Why are you nerfing him? But I guess I was like twice as strong as everyone else, so maybe that's fair. But then they made one of his skills, like one of the key skills for his entire, for every build he uses, is actually useless. So it's a build that um, every time you crit, you get a bullet back in your magazine, and like, that's pretty cool, right? That rewards skillful play. Blah 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 blah. Mm. Um, what they did was they now make it one bullet every two seconds. Which is nonsensical because <laughs> most guns have a like a 11 shots per minute, sorry, per second RPM. Right. S- which means it may all be like plus one magazine size <laughs> in a single player game. So yeah, I'm out. Wow. I'm out. So I I, I tapped out of Borland. Well, there was dumb, like dumb. A,
2: there, was, there was one skill that, there was one skill I guess that my friend was telling me that like it got like the the wording of it was like it gave an eighteen percent bonus to this thing, mm-hmm. but in actuality it was an eighteen percent bonus to um this ten percent bonus, which means you actually gained a point one eight percent bonus. Yep. Overall.
0: Yeah. Yep. That's uh, yep. Yep. That's like half the skills in that game. Apparently. So that's cool i used to like that game anyway that's my borderlands minute so my, my i've changed my recommendation to yeah definitely buy it it's the best borderline game so this might be the worst borderline game don't buy this game
1: <laughs> it's a it's a hard turn yeah it's a hard turn
0: i still enjoy my time but i wouldn't recommend purchasing it um all right uh with that i, I then bounced from there because i was like fuck it i still need a shooter but i'm not playing this game anymore i any time I put into it feels like a waste because they're either gonna nerf the thing, my characters, or the weapons, or whatever. I hate that kind of balancing. I don't like the nerf everything to the ground style of balancing. I like yeah, actually, I, I
2: prefer the bring everything up to the level of the yeah, priority. and then make
0: the enemies harder, especially when you're talking about
2: a game that is not competitive based.
0: Exactly, like make the enemies harder. For, sorry, first bring everyone to the same level, and then just make the enemies harder. That's that's how you do it. You don't. Anyway, whatever. In competitive games, it's different, but in single-player games or co-op games, anyway, whatever. So uh, with that, I was like, oh, well, I'll go to a game that balances well. And I will say they balance well. They do. Destiny. So I was like, oh, sweet. There's a new Destiny patch. This is the perfect timing. I hate Borderlands now. I'll, I'll try this out. So I bought Destiny Shadowkeep. First thing I would like to say is Destiny has done a really cool thing with crossplay. Um, essentially, they've enabled crossplay across all platforms. This is a pretty cool thing that not many people are talking about, um, which means that you, if you own bits of Destiny everywhere, you now have Destiny, the same characters everywhere. And if, more importantly, if you choose. So you can go to their website, and you can link your characters to Bungie, and then um, it, it actually keeps records of every character on every platform, and you can choose which characters to use where, when.
2: But, um... It's not quite that simple, from as I understand it. It's not quite that simple.
0: What have you heard?
2: Um, when you go to link it, you choose your mm-hmm. account. Yep, and that is the account that is linked.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then if you. Your other characters don't go away, but they're not available to you then. Correct. If you want to have access to those other characters, you then need to go back in and unlink your account.
0: Ah, yes. So this is this is the thing which I think, and might...
2: I believe there is a cooldown. There's on a ninety how day cooldown. Do that. So I yeah. don't
0: know. So the way that text is written makes me feel like this is a this is not working as intended because there the text like the advertising for this feature. Says that you should be able to change whenever you I want.
2: I think that I think that this is working exactly as intended because uh, they that is a huge server stress to to mm. to transfer servers or characters on servers. It's the reason why every MMO okay. charges for it.
3: Okay, all right. Um, and
2: it may be something that eventually, when like the community kind of cools and like the number mm. of players aren't as high, maybe they'll make free.
3: Yeah.
2: But right now, that they would kill their servers if they okay. just made that free to do constantly.
0: Cool. That ma- that that kind of makes sense. Like to me, that kind of doesn't make sense because it's essentially the same as uh, everyone having six characters instead of three. So I'm like, okay, that doesn't sound that, too that hard. Is,
2: that is stuff on servers is weird. Like, is yeah, it, it's you know when a lot of games, you know, with the MMOs, will talk about like you know they want more inventory space and like the the like adding inventory space to like basic backpacks MMOs is apparently like a massive really massive hard. deal to server infrastructure. Yeah. Um, just because of so like the know. amount of data data points that adds and the amount of calculations that adds. Mm, yeah. Um, so, so but any intricacies you you add yeah. to those servers are going to make things more difficult. I will
0: say that, but hell, you know what? This is still a step in the right direction. Uh, I, I I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. I, I was I was happy with it. Um. I, I I did notice that I couldn't then change to my PC because I essentially went, okay, I'll just use my PSN one for everything because I have all my exotics. Uh, mm. But then I was like, wait, you said I could change whenever, but I can't change back to my PC one. Why not? I was like, okay, this feels like the interface is here, but it's not doing anything when I click stuff. Yeah, I think
2: I, I think the wording was more like, you know, your characters are not gone at any yes. point. you can unlink yeah. it, and your characters will be there.
0: Yeah, so it's yeah, so that, that that's there, and there's a ninety day cooldown, which that's the part I was like, whoa, that's weird. Anyway, um, so I I opened with a good stepping off with a good foot. I was like, okay, this is a game, um, I purchased it on my PS4 and everything. And the coolest thing was, um, I had it on PC. I enabled cross save while i was downloading the 80 gigs for my ps4 i was like oh well i'll play the first mission on on my pc and then i booted it and that the third character hadn't played in a long time so i played at him and he had new lights which so i got to experience the new version of the intro for the game and all that kind of stuff and when I, my ps4 finished downloading i logged off my pc logged on my ps4 and it was exactly where i left him off i'm like that's pretty cool i'm like cool happy days hmm. that's that's like all right, you did good, and from there onwards, I have nothing good to say about Destiny Two. So let's just say, <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll give the, I'll give them the props where they deserve it. <laughs> Never can you say Sidik does not give the props where they deserve it. Um, from there it just falls over like like a fucking like a rock, man. Like I, uh, so Shadow Keep is the new expansion. We talked about this before, so I'm not going to go deep on it. But it is by far the worst worst story they have put into a Destiny game including the first one. That's all I need to say. Do not play this if you liked Forsaken. It's worse than Christopher Cyrus? Yeah. Because, not because... Because Christopher Cyrus I was done with in like 15 minutes. Yeah, it's it's not because of the the, um, amount of content, even though the the amount of content is not actually that much more. It is the structure of the content and the delivery of the content. Oh, okay. So um, the delivery of the content is uh instead of cutscenes, they have pretty much one
3: cutscene, i think
0: maybe two and then um a couple of, like, maybe four actual missions one of which five if you count the one you repeat um ish if, I'm, if i remember this correctly and then everything aside from that is just you talking to one npc and they just have like a bit where the npc is animated for like a minute or two and they get dialogue. Not, no, not moving. We're talking about almost static. They're standing in one place. There's animated hands and face. Oh, is, that,
2: is that is that the NPC that sells the real money stuff? No, no.
0: Well, I don't think so, so. I heard
2: my friend, I think, was telling me that they, like, basically, to get people to go to that person, they gave them all the quests.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah they gave, they definitely gave her all the quests. I'm not sure if she sells the stuff as well. Maybe, but I didn't click across to that. So he might be right. Um, okay. Yeah, but I, that's, they didn't push it on to me, not the real money stuff, but it is just literally Eris Morn, and she just fucking stands there and talks to you for two minutes, and that's your quest step in this main quest of an expansion. Um, So that's the shittest I've ever, like, especially Competitive Forsaken, which was fantastic, and it got you to move across planets, and it got you to, like, All these custom enemy designs, all these custom bosses, open world stuff that transitioned perfectly into missions. Like it was incredible. None of that here. It's just a two minute talk with this one NPC and then you go on to your next quest step. So that's how bad the actual main plot is, which is again, worse than any other Destiny. But also the quest steps themselves are just grinding. So this is what it is. You go to your mission, you finish this one mission, and you're give, given this object. And then you need to pur- purify the object. How do you purify the object? You do X many public events. You do X many kills with a pistol. Then you go find this random thing, this random item in an area. Uh,
2: so, like, no fucking effort put in on their part
0: for None. the quest? None. 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 And it's cool. not – I'll be okay if it was once. But it is literally uh, – there's one item for every piece of armor. So that's four five sorry and then there's two weapons the weapons are optional no three weapons and the weapons are optional but you have to do five separate kill things with pistols do public events do go to this place and find an object things five
2: i was so what you're saying is i am free to uninstall my preloaded destiny 2 cool
0: yeah if you if you if if you have not played sorry, if you have played Forsaken, I would say Forsaken's fantastic. Definitely. I have play not that. played
2: Forsaken, but I also yeah. have not bought Forsaken, so I think yeah. I'll still uninstall.
0: That's fair. That is fair. Shadow Keep is <laughs> hot trash. Especially because I was coming off Borderlands and that story was also trash. I was not expecting something worse, and this was worse. Like holy sh I am I'm, I'm like i have never got the biggest blue balls you've ever seen for a good FPS single player game right now. I need it in my life because I've just come up two terrible ones. Um, oh my god! But so it was so bad that when me and my friend finished the single player last night, we spent about half an hour looking around for the next quest step. <laughs> because in an old Destiny game, one of the good ones, it ended. I think it was Taken King. It ended. And then, like, there's this like one-off thing that this NPC gives you. Oh, I gave you this quest on this, um, like, this optional quest on this planet, and you go do it. And that optional quest was actually a breadcrumb that led to multiple optional quests. And then it turned out that there was like a second half to the campaign. It was really awesome. They did like a really great way in one of the old destinies. Like, oh yeah, it's, they're just doing that again. That that's cool. So we spent a while doing strikes and stuff that all the NPCs are asking us to do, and we didn't find anything. And they were like, okay, well, and then I googled it when he got offline. Apparently, we finished the main quest after grinding in about like just six, uh, three hours.
2: Just just uninstall and then go back and play Doom 2016.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, like to be fair, I want a looter shooter, but yeah, if you just want a shooter, that game's still there, and the new Doom's coming soon, right? Isn't it coming this year? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know actually.
3: Um, but I anyway,
0: so. don't. Okay. Oh yeah. And and, and to add um, pain to all of this, or put salt in the wounds, however you want to say it, um, on PS4 in European regions, including Australia, Forsaken disappeared off the PSN store. <laughs> What?
3: <laughs> um, sorry.
0: Come again? It's just it's just gone. All the links on the Destiny website lead to nothing. It just errors out. Um, searching the PSN store, it's not there. It feels like Activision gave them one final big fuck you or whatever. Because Forsaken is just gone. Wow. It's just at least in Europe. I don't know how it is in America, but it's yeah. I looked at the Bungie forums. Uh-huh. It's been reported by everyone. It's like there is no like. So the good campaign. You cannot even buy anymore for console. I bet Bungie's livid right now. Because like, I was like, oh, yeah, I bought it on PC. Maybe I'll buy it on PS4 because then I could play it with my friend. And I looked for it. And I was actually there with wallet in hand, really waiting to buy Forsaken for a second platform. And it was not there. Um, and all the in-game links, there's even in-game links that link to it. And they just broke. And
2: uh, It is still on the
0: uh, US, US store. US one, there you go there you go but in europe yeah it's gone so um yeah you know so uh if but hey again where where you deserve it give them praise forsaken on pc is still fantastic and if you haven't played that and you and you hate borderlands and you want to loot a shooter that's that's still good I, i really enjoyed that one so
2: so real quick um i don't know if they've addressed this or not but like Working under the assumption that maybe this game gets good at some point, mm-hmm. and maybe you <laughs> want to go back and play it. Mm-hmm. Um, if a if an expansion goes on sale on one platform and you buy it on that platform, do you then have access to that expansion on all platforms?
0: No. You you get the so this is how it looked. And this actually is I'm the perfect use case. I bought Forsaken on PC, but. Um, this garbage on my PS4. And um, so what happened was my characters are there and so if I play it on PC I can play... Th- and there's cross-save, which is even more ridiculous. If I'm on PC, I can play Forsaken. If I'm on console, I can play this new garbage. So the- And the items can cross over just fine. <laughs> what?
2: That's it, that's it, got to be just like the platform holders are still that because they wanted to purchase it on their shit. But like, absolutely, that makes this whole thing not fucking like it means nothing.
0: Yeah, it means nothing. Like, what's the point Cross-lay, of cross
2: Crossly means nothing. <laughs> wow, Holy it's just, shit. It, okay. Yeah, All it's right, just, cool.
0: Yeah. So um, that's two. I was talking to during before the show. I just got disappointed by two different games, and I feel really bad. <laughs> Borderlands three <laughs> was shit, even though I was really liking it, and. I, my my what's it called um, rebound girl Destiny uh, turned out to be a bitch who didn't put yeah, out
2: my my, my 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 friend who who was the one who bought me the previous two uh, Borderlands games and mm-hmm. therefore obviously is a very big Borderlands fan yeah uh, also has not had good things to say about Borderlands yeah. three
0: no it's um I was there man I was there and I was there for Destiny 2 as well. I bought fucking the new expansion. I was like, oh, sick. And I was playing. I have a long weekend. I was planning to play it all weekend. We finished it in a day. And that was a day with me forcing myself to play, not having fun, trying to get to the grind sections of this main plot. Because, like, oh, there has to be some cool stuff after this grind, right? Because Forsaken was amazing. But there wasn't. It's not worth it. It's. They um, brought back old old bosses, but the new versions of those bosses are easy and they take like a minute to kill. And it is like they brought back Crota, which was a raid boss for this and <laughs> it took like a minute to kill him because they streamlined the fight down to just like a nothing. You just kill two knights, you get the swords, you walk up to him and he dies. It's not playing the raid oh. again. It is cool. It's just it was just hot trash well
2: at least I know I have a little bit more hard drive space than I thought I did
0: there you go yeah it's like 80 gigs back (laughs) great that um, finally before end of the show I want to say that because of all this nonsense I went back to an old flame my favorite game of all time Persona 4 Golden Um, I was like I haven't played it for three years I was like you know what I'll boot it back up and as soon as I booted it I, I, I fell in love again it's still great it's still great it's all a good game um obviously the graphics have aged but whatever Nanako still says hello hi big bro when i walk in the door and i'm like sweet <laughs> i'm there <laughs> 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 oh man i straight up, yeah like a straight up like i didn't and i forgot they added so much stuff like just a couple of days ago in game time Nanako put up some bamboo shoots with like little little things on the wall because it's that holiday i'm like oh my god oh there's so much so many little things in that game that i have like i really grown to appreciate after playing it like whatever eight times or something um yeah so that's what i've been doing to um you know recover from these this swathe of shit games that i've been making myself play um <laughs> it's, oh, it's, it's it's it hurts man because he anyway whatever and with that Thank you for listening to this episode of the Scotchcast. What are we at? Just over two hours. So we're doing well. Um, Durin Thurbleton, thank you for joining me. Do you have any plugs for this? Um, I'll start first to give you some time to think. Um, my plug is... No, I don't have anything. <laughs> BlizzCon's coming up soon. Blizzard
2: has their virtual ticket up for sale with all their virtual goods that you get for, for buying it, including yeah. Overwatch skins, a new Transvog for WoW, some pets and WoW. Don't buy it, it's $50. Bucks.
3: <laughs>
0: Anti-plug. Don't buy this thing. Okay, I'll join that. Don't buy Borderlands. Thirbleton. What's what's your plug this week? Out of Worlds, we didn't talk about that, so...
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to talk about that till it's done. But like, okay, play right. play that. When Outer it come out? it's out now? I mean, like, it's out mm. now, but you have to buy it. at oh, out the uh, game store.
2: Well, that's what I mean. What does it? When does it come out on Game Pass?
1: Oh, that I don't know.
0: I think it's like next month or something. So, uh, just to explain to the audience: uh, Outer Worlds is on is coming to Xbox Game Pass, which is great. I just don't know when. I think it's like next month.
2: Oh, uh, oh yeah, preinstall twenty uh, fourth.
0: Yeah, there you go. So it's like one month cool. exclusive will Be update. installing that then. There you go. Um, so that's that's a good news story for that game. So not more people will play it, I assume. Um, yeah. So there you go. Don't go. Oh, don't
2: actually, You know what? You know what I take that back. I do have one other plug. Go ahead. PSA type of thing. I don't remember if I said this uh, last time or not. Um, but the uh, CBS All Access Picard show. Did I, did I mention that last time? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. Yep. You did.
2: I mentioned that, that it is uh, the day after airing on there. It's going to be on Amazon Prime.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, that's okay. it's okay to play I'll it again. again. Yeah, there you go. Because that show looks real fucking good and <laughs> more people need to watch it.
0: Picard is on Amazon.
1: Oh, I dig it. Yeah.
0: Cool. And with that, thank you for listening to the of Scotchcast. See you next time.